1: hello dear listener uh, i thought i'd confuse everybody by starting a little bit late but then that's what we've done we've been waiting for danny mainly he he was the one the reason we were delayed nothing to do with chris and i we were prompt and on time it's all danny and his yep. banana eating antics. Mm-hmm. so danny have you finished your banana now I'd and your 18th and cup of, and your 18th cup of coffee
2: caffeine free coffee i bought caffeine free Tassimo's and i was testing them all out to see which is the best and uh found it's best if you get one strong one and one weak one mix them together.
1: Oh. So there you go.
2: Yes, okay. I have one and a half bananas because I don't fuck around when it comes to bananas. It's either all or nothing or half.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll leave you uh, in terms of the, well, what should we call you? The Nespresso Goldilocks uh, oh. and introduce a man that has not been here for a while. Uh, we have missed his presence. He has had a, what should we say, an enlightening over the... Uh, break since it's been away and it's chris welcome back the pirates How
0: are we doing josh you right?
1: i am very well thank you uh, we were just discussing which one of us is going to take up the keith dover part of the podcast that you need to require of somebody who has not seen a lot of football in the last couple of weeks and maybe forgets about a lot of football players that do play for arsenal right now
0: well i mean that i think you're i think you're fit for the job I, I want you to prove yourself, but I feel like you can do this.
1: Yeah, I I feel like that might be where we're at. Um, I haven't done my fantasy football yet, so I can't tell you who's injured or not, um, irrespective of Arteta's press conferences. But Danny, should we talk to the chat box or have you got some things we want to go through? Because as you say, there's not a lot that we've really spoken about.
2: No, Loki's there. There won't be many people here because no one gives a damn about football at the moment because <laughs> there is no football. Hello, Loki. Uh, BX is there in um, South Kakalaki, I think he said he was. Stefan's there, as always. Sai is here. Every, hashtag everybody out. He'll be full of the carpenter outs tonight. You can guarantee it. Uh, Danny is such an amateur. You don't believe a word they're saying. I was here at quarter two for an 8pm start and Chris turned up at five past and Josh turned up at 30 seconds too. Uh, Thunder Road. Carpenter is gracing our presence today. Thumbs up time. <laughs> Sigh. Arsenal women. Is that why Chris is sissy straight away? It's like he hasn't been gone. <laughs> Someone called Carl Walker. Sounds like the kind of person who would delay your journey to work. Chris <laughs> is on. This is going to be a seven-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Femi? Femi's kids have got chicken pox, so he came on before the show started and just said he couldn't make it, and then uh, said hello to his kids. And they're covered in calamine lotion. Uh, Thunders is Lone Watch Time. Mm, I'll do a, in, a separate video for that, probably. Uh, that's a very pale podcast. Well, if you turn up, Carl.
1: Getting balancing, right?
2: Color, full, of, full of colorful. Uh, actually, it's not very pale. You should see um, Richard. Who's Richard? You should see Chris's trousers. Uh, Petito. I well, haven't seen you for a while. Ooh. A pirate. Potato and a confused man. Who's the potato? <laughs> oh, yeah, so...
1: Danny, I'm sorry, but you are very much the potato in that. It's terrible because I've got all the lights on. My mother's still here. She's. Uh... We had snow. Look,
2: it in... never gets snow. Where is it? It's here. It's. Uh... Look at that snow. It's not. really
0: there you go. Snow is it? It's like it's like a. It's like somebody with with uh, with dandruff farted, isn't it? It's not really <laughs> snow.
2: It's, it's all gone now. Um, if,
0: if, Josh, if Ray if if Ray Fox uh, is watching or listens to this later on, first of all, hi Ray, how you doing? Uh, he would laugh at that picture. Have you seen the conditions that Ray runs in 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 Jeffland? That knee high. He he runs in some like Baltic with his dog. Oh yeah, it's like full snowscapes, beautiful sunrises. The man is an absolute trooper. It
2: is. How's That's your run snow. going? Good.
0: Uh, yeah yeah it's not been as consistent as I'd like it to be because I've Same been here. busy with work but I I will get there Sun, <laughs> sun's out now so hopefully I'll get the the lighter evenings you know you can do more
1: yeah to be fair Danny you are pretty consistent for the last twenty years with your walking and running
0: yeah nice lost
1: about an inch around my belly so if you know I'm
2: uh <laughs> had nothing but protein yesterday I had sausages pork loins and gammon no,
1: nothing else <laughs> imagine. <laughs>
0: Imagine the toilet today.
1: <laughs> I was so happy, listener, that this podcast will not be broadcast through Smellavision. No, mm-hmm. it won't.
2: We'll even we talk about things. It's not really much, too, is there? I mean, Josh just completely forgot what football is on. I thought we were playing Saturday. Turns out we're playing Monday, which is Sean's graduation day. So I've got to get up at six a.m. So I'm going to bed straight after this show, and I won't be getting up until six a.m. that day. And uh, yeah, so anybody watching national football?
0: What's, I only watch tournaments because that's what France win their world champions in. I don't know
1: if anyone knows that. So are not European uh, yeah. champions, though, are they?
0: No, well, that doesn't count. Nobody cares about the Euros.
1: England are now de facto European champions because Italy aren't going to the World Cup. That's how I'm taking it.
0: How oh, is that how it how it works? Mm. Cool. Yeah, it, How's it's Harry Maguire getting on? Is he doing all right?
1: Uh, he's currently wrestling himself out of a wet paper bag of insults ah. and abuse um but no it's all right gareth's there if you don't fuck up for gareth it's fine you're still in the squads
0: i mean tyro mings is still a full england international i don't think i need to say a lot more do i
1: really no No. but don't worry the seaside mustafi is now going to be our hero what a man
2: nick has given us 10 p's. 10 cheers
0: i'm just going to call him out on that that's that's cheap nick that's Mm. that's poor form, mate. we've seen
1: how much his twitch channel brings in Nick, Nick, what
0: what Nick's doing there is like the equivalent. You know when you pay for like your Tesco in it or, or your pizza, and it, it says, "Would you like to round it up by thirteen p to charity?" And you go, "Yeah, that's fine." It's like it's kind of a token gesture, like half a hand job, that kind of thing.
2: We're not talking about the euros. And oh, James, our very own James said, "Sausage, pork loin, and gammon—the Brexit meal of choice." <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Kazakhstan made the World Cup. Good for them. Canada,
0: Can- of- yes,
2: yes. Mexican- yes, Canada, wonderful. <laughs>
0: football, yeah. What's yes. that all about?
2: So, and America have made it. I'm not sure. America lost last night, and I think Mexico. Mexico lost. USA. USA lost.
0: Yeah, uh, USA had to lose by six, didn't they? To, to, the to uh, ended, go so out, they, and-
1: they only lost by two, and that's a win in their book.
0: There you go. I believe that we will win.
1: Yeah. I'm
2: surprised if yeah. it had been any more than three, they would have invaded. Um, who did they lose to? Costa Bloody Rica, Costa Rica. not even a real yeah. country.
0: Canada the lost to a canal. How's that possible? Of, <laughs> Costa Rica, the home of Paulo Wonchop. Remember him and that goal at Old Trafford back in the day? I remember him playing
2: for uh, West Ham.
0: Da- and for, uh, Derby as well. That was his first club, oh. I think.
2: It's all over. Canada first, Mexico second, USA third. They've all qualified. Yeah. Draws and on Costa Friday. Rica. What? It
1: draws tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow.
2: I mean green, greens they've all got to the final but Costa Rica yeah. are in the playoffs.
0: And and all jokes yeah. aside um uh, my hat comes off fair play to Canada like the, the reaction and the you know the the media that that showed how happy they were wasn't it just like a little bit fuzzy inside to see a, a, a united group just enjoying themselves and met? Is that, I think it's their first, is it their only their second ever world cup first it takes so. six I think it yeah. is yeah fair yeah. play like they are an emerging nation and Everyone knows who Alfonso Davis is, and most people know who Jonathan David is now. But they've got a couple of other good little players in that squad, and I think they might might surprise a few. They won't go deep, but you know, it's good. It's good Chris, to have new Chris nations.
1: Chris likes Canada because they're basically French England. But, um, exactly. Um, that's exactly. why. <laughs>
0: exactly. Petito, yeah.
2: is, uh, Petito has said that he's actually um, told me to fuck me. He's Costa Rican. <laughs> 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 come up. Yeah. Petito, sorry about that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Hold Joel Campbell and uh Keor Navas. So Keor Navas. Cheeky yeah. little Kaylor Navas.
0: Isn't um Joel Campbell playing in Portugal now? Is that where he is? Last time I didn't was oh, Mexico. You, you should I be across this, Danny. I
1: he think went, he's I don't think he's in Portugal anymore. I think as Danny is right, I think he is in Central America somewhere. Is
0: it Tijuana? Is it Mexico? I I remember I just remember him basically playing for everyone. Monterey, okay. that's right. Yeah, the one with the big M and the yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Blue, uh, blue and white kits, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Possibly. Um,
0: anyway, great yeah. podcast, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll there we go. I
1: told, you, I, I told you. I told you. Our knowledge of football was broken after an international <laughs> week, but yeah, the draws from Friday, and I can't wait to see who England get in the uh, in the group stages. It's going to be great. Uh, At least they can't to, so uh, get go Sweden in. this year. No, can't get Sweden, but we can mm. get Switzerland and Poland. So Lock that's, it in. That's always available. And Tunisia. Um, they're available. So we could definitely here's, see.
0: Here's a question for you, Josh. I won't ask Danny because mm. no one cares. Um if you could, would you put Ukraine through and just have an extra team and then let Scotland and Wales fight it out, or would you what would you do? because I've seen some interesting takes on that. Mm. What's the background to that, though? Are they not allowed to play? What's the background if that well, is that? There's uh, a little not, bit of an incident going on, there's Danny, this thing going on there. You might have heard about it. <laughs> have, you know. they, as in, have they not been allowed to do all of their qualifications? No, they, they, they've, they've got, got one game. game they, they've got to play Scotland, which is scheduled for like June, but the thought mm-hmm. process being that if, they, if everything is sorted in terms of that there's peace... They're going to be more motivated than ever to get their team there, which mm-hmm. is not unfair on Scotland, but it's going to be a tougher game. And then the well, other really
2: argument won is Euro, um
0: Eurovision Song Contest. They, they're going to win that. You can't well, have them the, winning the World Cup as well. What more could you want? But the other argument is if they if they um, struggle to field a squad and they just put out a bunch of you know whoever's left in Ukraine, then it's mm-hmm. sort of a little bit you know. Oleksiy has stopped managing and gone to fight. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I wouldn't be against. Sort of just putting them through, and then you know putting <coughs> putting Scotland and Wales into a final. <laughs> of course, Loki will it. Just get <coughs> <got> them out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's that as well. But uh, so and at least he? Well, at least no he'd be challenge. fit for the new season, then you know. So uh, yeah, well, I don't
1: know. I don't know. I think it's one of those. I think the players got to be in the right headspace as well. That mm. where are they going to be in December as have well? Russia is- being kicked out, or didn't they qualify? They didn't they got, qualify.
0: They didn't, yeah, they, they didn't make the playoffs. They're shit.
1: It's quite convenient, really. It's quite convenient, yeah. been Ukraine are actually quite good. Yeah, maybe this is the way that Putin thought he could get into the World Cup, is if mm. I just invade Ukraine and then just make them Russia, then Take maybe I get. Their their, <laughs> I just get their position. They
0: haven't yeah. Iran or Iraq
1: qualified? They're another... Yeah. Iran country. have, haven't
0: they? Yeah.
1: Iran, Iran have. They're a good, decent side for the um, that... Uh, what compared to the Middle East. <laughs> so
0: they're not the better feet. sides in, in that region, aren't they?
1: And, yeah, uh, and I, I mean, think there's also, do I want to say Saudi Arabia have also qualified? I remember Saudi Probably. Arabia being in the 98 World Cup as well. So they've got a heritage of you, some degree. Do you
0: remember that? Um, I don't know if you're, you're, you're similar vintage to me, Josh, and Danny just won't even know the name. Do you remember mm. the USA 94... No, actually, I don't think it was. I think it was 2000. The goal from... No, it was USA night before. Saeed Alwaran used to play for, nope. for, for Saudi Arabia. He basically ran through the entire... I think it was Belgium at the time, who were a bit shit then. See, the Belgium was Spain. I think it was Belgium. And he, he picked the ball up on the edge of his own box and just ran through the entire team. It's a bit like George Weyer back in the old football Italia days. And he, was that when uh, he was going yeah. to be taking a free kick? Uh, Well, I, I what, George Weyer? No, I don't think so. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try... Player. I'm going to try and find this goal, and I will. I will link it in our chat, and then you can. watch it on mute.
2: Carl is bullying you from afar. Can you ask mm-hmm. Chris what is his excuse going to be for France when they lose the quarterfinals again. Well,
0: they're not going to because oh. they're world champions and they're better than England. Castle, so shut your damn mouth. Who won? The... Did they win the last World Cup? So, I don't know how much notice I take? Yes, they are currently <laughs> Who's they beat? world champions.
2: Yeah. Who they beat in the final?
0: Croatia. You God, that
2: seems like about three World Cups ago.
0: I know. Well, Covid has aged. But...
2: And then I, Modric,
1: just... Modric got the player of the tournament.
0: He did. I've just found this goal. I'm going to pop it into the chair. I was against Belgium. God, I, I'm I'm just too good at this, aren't I? Look, someone's if had you, a payday. You...
2: We've, oh, we've okay. got a donation from Nick. He's given us five pounds. Farmers League
0: I... has to I, I guilt... it out. I, I guilted him into that. Uh, Josh, if you just like to watch that goal, uh, and I give will. me your
1: feedback, it will be splendid. It will help me refresh my memory of when I was three years old. And, yeah, uh, well, whatever. Yeah. Some, some, of us, some of us are, are, are Nick is a bit to older bully you. you. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I'm mean, worth bullying. He's in the same WhatsApp group, he can just bully you there. He can't bully me in the WhatsApp group because it's all archived. I don't listen to any of you. That all
1: is all that is a goal. It's, it's, of it's a, a good level goal. of I don't know. There was shades of Nwanka in it. Um, it was very Kanu yeah, yeah. in the way he was taking that. And ball it's tragic it, defending. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he didn't have it's to walk defending. in such a convoluted dribble. He could have just gone in a straight line through that midfield and defence. That is four four two in will... the nineties.
0: If I remember, chat, then I will get Danny to post the, the link in the show notes so you can have a little look if you've never seen said goal. Just because why not, you know? Why are we talking That's about all the, the World cup to... football? Oh, that oh, was a
2: question why... from Josh, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Um, no, BX Gunner. I don't know if we're allowed to say Germany have good uniforms yet. I think it's still too early.
0: Um, oh,
1: you, oh 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 I see where you've gone there. <laughs> yeah. Got uh, Croatia's got the best kits in history and then uh, BX Gonna have to argue Germany. Um are we I
0: mean, yeah. are we the
2: bad ones here? <laughs> are we the baddies? <laughs> the,
0: the, the, the classic Germany like Klinsman era kits were quite nice with the diamonds German flag was yeah, it to 90, do that. I think it was 94 the one with the big almost like a
1: hmm.
0: a collar of diamonds that was really cool like that one.
1: have we had that as a throwback kit yet for Arsenal? because that was time. under adidas yeah <laughs> bring the, that adidas, will, <laughs>
0: adidas will bring that out like next week like the next time we lose
2: that'll be there <laughs> the i <time laughs> expect
0: it to be released is, hey
2: guys our, check out our, new merch. our
1: fourth kit maybe it'll yeah. be their fourth kit because they will do a load of throwback world cup kits and it'll be our fourth kit and That's we'll wear it just before forward. we fly out yeah i can't wait do we do we want to discuss so, the
0: new kits while we're on the subject
1: no, i'm gonna go and get um, yeah i'm very disappointed that we've not moved to admiral um, <laughs> yeah, or macron or yeah
0: Nacroned. or mitre or um, pony do you
1: remember pony oh, oh we can't sir. have pony for many reasons um, circus furs yeah sort of 1994. I it was rocky's case. anniversary today wasn't it it was it i was way. going to bring it up at some point yeah 21 mm. years good Lord. remember that
2: day like it was this afternoon terrible
0: do you know, do you know one thing that always bugs me about um, when somebody of such an incredible talent as he and, um, you know, someone who I'm sure we all remember quite vividly? It's the people that actually probably have no idea who he is, but they still put a tweet out saying like, oh, yeah, you know, what a legend. And it's like, do you know who that is? And I don't just mean Rocky. I mean, every club's got him, haven't they? Like some bloke from Liverpool who played in the 30s or die and some some pissed up. Coked up job center plus scouse wanker, or tweet, God rest, <laughs> job and, you know, <laughs> or, or like tweet, like God rest, Mickey, the the watering can Davis, or something. And you just think, mm. You have got no idea who that guy is. <laughs> There's always someone, isn't there? Um, but I mean, it's yeah, Rocky is what a wonderful man, and taken too soon, Danny. You'll 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 have remembered the day. I, I just remember it being quite sad in the in the media, wasn't it, when like, outside the ground there was flowers laid and everything. It's just really sad, wasn't it? Really, really
2: sad. It was absolute shit because we were coming down for the Spurs, I think it was the Spurs game and I was on the, M20, on the uh, M11, just the contra flow come on Radio 5 and there was a mm. tear in my eye and Chance mum asked me if I was okay. I said, not yeah. really. It was one of my yeah. favourite players. He was... It was like a Smith-Rowe, Saka, all that lot. Proper Arsenal. Proper Gunner. Never wanted to leave, but he had injuries. And so he left and then got to the ground and no one could believe it. And then even the Spurs fans, during the moment, silence, uh, were quiet and then gave a round of applause at the end.
0: That was... Spurs fans
2: to do that. It's,
0: there was an anniversary in the FA Cup we played Spurs and they were respectful as well, would not it? The Old Trafford, the Pires Vieira semi, semi-final, quarter-final. I think, I think it might be the 10-year anniversary. And uh, Just look at him.
2: Good-looking chap. Lovely, lovely man. He was. I often think what he would be like if he was still with us as a punter. a pundit. I think he'd be seen much in the same light as Ian Wright is.
0: Yeah. He'd be better than half
2: the trash that we've got (laughs) now, that's for sure. Loved by all the fans. Um, Mm -hmm. Brilliant on TV. He's just got a a, a kind of personality that'd be fantastic as a punter. Pundit. Pundit.
0: And I think if he was here today, I think he'd also say that he's quite glad those shorts didn't stay around because they were... uh, they were a bit dodged, weren't they, those
2: shorts? They were the a bit revealing. <laughs>
0: they were a little but, um, bit short.
2: Yeah, he's missed. And his son, uh, Ryan, does shows on the Gooners podcast with Mike and Andy. And uh, so you can go and see him See him over Met there. Him
0: very briefly, last time I went up to a game, yeah. Ryan? Last, yeah, just, just did briefly you ask, in the, in did the you college. Uh, yeah, he asked for an autograph picture, and a picture. Naturally, I, I declined because I'm... Pushing you know, him away. Not, not now. No, he's a lo- lovely lad. He's very humble and uh, yeah, very very respectful, very very dignified, just like his dad, basically. But, yeah, lovely chap. Only brief, but nice chap.
2: Um, we could spend all night talking about him, but everybody always know, knows about him already, Josh. Um, so we might as well talk about kits. A Bit of a bit of a jump, but yeah. what, what do you, do you think things? to that, Josh?
1: I mean it took me a while to work out what the uh, design was on the uh, I'm assuming it is going to be our second is our wake it is the black and gold yes. um it's interesting I'll give it that it's very um I don't know. It's a level of art that I don't necessarily think will resonate with some of our fan base, <laughs> our simpler fan base. But uh, I do like it. Um, I'm not one of those that's going to stand up and throw my toys out the pram because a precedent that was set 40 years after. A year. Well, yeah, the precedent that was started 40 years after the club was founded has been ripped up and stamped on, a bit like all of Burn those away. Second Amendment wankers. Um, it's like, you can't amend the Constitution, keep the Second Amendment. It's the same with the um, blue and yellow uh, away kit in my mind. Um, it's it's not a precedent uh, that re- or a tradition that necessarily needs to always be there because it's, you know what, it's an away kit. Um, and the pink kit, I quite like it. I it love seems, it. It seems a bit, I don't know, it doesn't necessarily seem like a football kit to me. And it's very it's nice. It's like a training card,
2: isn't it? Yeah, it seems like some, oh, a cleaning like company would issue to all their um workers. <laughs> That's mainly because my, my cleaner, Stacey, her company is called Pink Boots, and everything she has is pink, so it reminds me of her.
0: I um, I, I like them. I, I'm a, I think I'm actually with Josh a bit on the black kit. Everybody was, I mean, literally swimming in their own you know what when it first came out. I love the black and gold, they are classic. You know, every black and gold kit has always been a banger see barcelona's recent efforts with that um i'm just not quite sold on that graphical design not not the afc pattern as such it's just it's a bit too prominent shining through the shirt do you know what i mean if it was a bit more in the background of the shirt I, i'm a bit more um and i hope they do black shorts black socks because do you remember when we had that navy blue with yellow stripes kit recently the mm. Adidas one, and then we had black shorts. So it's like navy blue, black. What? Why? Why? Just make it navy blue, navy blue. Anyway, so that's my thoughts on that one. The pink one, I love the little detail of the old crest. The little, what are they called? The little bell type shapes. Uh, you know be. what I mean? Yeah.
1: They look like it's little the... Christmas trees. Fleur de, yeah, de yeah. Leaves. It's I love that. I love that.
0: That's a nice Isn't little it? throwback. No. Um, and the home kit uh it's it's a little um, again the sleeves it's a bit man it like with this sort of half and half red just make it all white the the collar i like the fact we have a collar again i just i'm not sure about that lightning bolt it's a little bit and it's a bit tacky um it's fine again but again with the home kit you know me and the home kits can we just not have white socks please because uh, i know don't to worry be red It's red. Sh- it's
1: red shorts this year isn't it
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind that. I've got to be red honest. Red shorts I don't with mind everything. That. I don't mind the red shorts. It's a
1: bit or uh, breaks tradition,
0: but you know. Or a yeah.
1: black kit and just red socks to be funny. <laughs> yeah. just,
0: I mean, just, I mean black black shirt with gold shorts would be an interesting mm. look. Gold and, and black socks, maybe. But yeah, Can't I can wait I, to
1: pick those up in a uh, classic uh, classic football shirts <laughs> clearance in about three yes, years' indeed. time for two pound for the, the
0: chain shorts that were only worn once away at Burnley or something. And the only other thing as well is uh, the print is key with that shirt. If they just have the crappy Premier League white print on it, that'll ruin it. It has to be gold print for me. So if you're going to wear that kit, wear it in the cups where you can have the, the Arsenal gold font on it. So there you go. But yeah, I I, I'm, I don't get my ass in my hand about this tradition thing. I Yeah, traditionally we should have a yellow away kit. but And if you're going to go really traditional, we shouldn't have a third kit so but yeah i mean we've moved with the times you know let's 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 embrace change
1: let's just only have a home kit that's it done
0: yeah just one kit just one kit we pick red red t-shirt
1: yeah we get that if we play man united well fuck them yeah that's it we just don't play Man United or Liverpool ever again. Which I think if exactly. there, we be all right. About. I'm doing a
2: box. Um, it's just weird that there seems to be no continuity. I don't know if you've, th- you've th- said that. There's no continuity between the kits. The badges aren't all the same. The collars aren't all the same. It's like they don't care anymore. I remember the days where all they, the both kits would be mirror images of each other. And the, I like the fact we've got a pink badge. And I like the pink kit. The black kit would probably look better from a distance, as Bette Midler probably once sang. <laughs> but uh, I think all black would have been better. I don't like all the Arsenal retro banana things in it, but mm. unless they do an 8XL, I won't be buying any of them. I'm only a five or a four. After that banana, probably a five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think are you going like somebody... to uh,
0: yeah, buy
2: them? You buy them all, Chris. So at well, what like, point do no, you actually, buy them, though?
0: Actually, that's a myth. I broke my tradition of buying every shirt since the year I was born. Uh, last year, I never did end up buying the marble one, uh, nor and did I buy the You go blue back
2: and one. get it, though, wouldn't you?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, if it comes up cheap. But they're hard to get now once they are sort of not soccer the club, unless you go on a classic football shirt. And I would not hmm. pay, um, like, an 80 quid for it. And this year, I haven't all got blue on chips. Twitter?
2: Have I checked what, sorry? Paul Dawes, D-A-W-E-S. He has a uh, load of stuff.
0: I haven't. I can, I can tell you, as I I'll show you my camera, I do have... The uh, current Home and Away and, of course, the uh, shirt Home and Away of the World Champions. Uh, I do like that custard one. <laughs> um, yeah, it is It is nice. Um, but I... Yeah, I mean, I, I will buy them if if I've got the money. But I wouldn't, you know, sell my family to get them, if you get what I mean. Like, I wouldn't be... Actually, I would because I can't stand my family. But you know what I mean. Um, I don't know. We'll see. And if they're, like, 50 quid, I... It's a bit of
1: a rip-off, isn't it? Oh, they'll definitely be 80 quid because they're performance wear. I think we'll get to the point where maybe if shirt sales start to slow down, they'll start bringing in stadium kits again.
0: Oh, yes. and Thank those will
1: kids. be so you'll just get t-shirts instead because to be honest how many people that buy football kits wear those football kits to play sport in i know yeah, there's someone going to go oh, i do i run in all of mine i was like i'm not talking about you i'm talking about the vast majority
0: <laughs> I, uh, I, I so much for, for anyone who is a runner try running in a football shirt. it's not a fun experience uh, and you look like a, think- a wanker
1: so. i i enjoy it but then you realize you've got if you're an idiot and you've got a name on the back of your shirt, someone just shouts, "Oi, Carlos Vela!" Oh exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and of course, if you are a little bit chunky or a bit slow and you're wearing your team colours, and you get crossed by a Spurs fan or a Man United, then you get extra extra grief. So, not worth it. Um, I agree with um, who said it in the chat, Mister Waffles. The uh, I'd like to see the 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 burgundy, the red current make a return at some point. I was a big wow. fan of that. Can you imagine? Picture this, like a red current home shirt with gold sleeves can you imagine that oh i, be, I
1: can and i'm not sure how i like it
0: oh i think that would be quite nice you know or just just a little bit of gold detail um that mm. back kit was a banger you look back seems at that very
1: now. um seems very roma from when roma had that kind of spate of doing amazing oh. kits and then dropped off again
0: mm, yeah true It's kind of yeah, gold
1: look. and very dark colors
0: they're with New Balance now, aren't they? And I don't really like their kits. They're a bit Mm-mm. cheap. But yeah. No, I'm a big fan of the Burgundy. And I think, yeah, if they did a if they did a Burgundy um, home shirt again, even Burgundy with white sleeves would kind of work. And then uh, maybe Burgundy and white hoop socks. Oh, that'd be well,
1: nice. how long is uh, how long is our contract with Adidas? And it's, yeah. uh, when can they get that to roll in? Well, they'd have to buy it off Nike, couldn't they? Because if Nike owns the uh, design for the Red Current as well.
0: There's there's a few there's a few bangers next year mm-hmm. various teams that I've seen leaked already. Spurs' this new kit is traditionally shite as usual. Uh, <laughs> it generic. looks like
2: a gown you wear when you do an operation. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just
0: crap. Um, yeah. But yeah, Spurs
1: are the only kit and uh, the only team that I've seen to manage to put together a terrible black and gold as well. That they did a few years ago.
0: They did, didn't they? Because it was mm. kind of like off yeah they
1: did a kind of what the true color of gold is so it was Mm. more like a caramel color
0: kind of like shitty diarrhea color which Mm. is quite apt really um they just need a slice of lasagna across the back
1: (laughs) just on the shorts yeah just across the back of the shorts yeah
0: but like you know Uh, like occasionally if you have had an awkward night and maybe you had white boxes there's just that skid up the back (laughs)
2: you're getting off topic here get back onto football Um, sorry a couple of things here. Uh, Sy wants to talk about the Osal and Nacho thing. Do we, do we want to move on to that yet? And Mark uh, wants to know yeah. about Bruno Gamera's talk
1: about Gomeres. Grun-
0: I can fill Mark in. So, I think he actually wants to know about Lucas Paquetta, doesn't he? Or does he always oh, a bit of both? I'll cover Marcus a in a minute. We can we can talk the uh, the goggly eyed wonder if you like.
1: Yeah, we'll keep it on Arsenal before we go to a um, oh, I was trying to think of a Newcastle legend, Peter Beardsley peter to wonderland we'll give him I a decent think, one
0: oh i don't think we can use peter can we? isn't he a little bit of a
1: oh is he cancelled now
0: i think he's oh. i think he's cancel culture yeah what about keggy
1: bit, keggy
0: keggy keggy's fine yeah yeah, we yeah i'd, love, I, it. I'd
1: love, I it. love it i would love it i would love it if that was a podcast under keggy's name or,
0: or I'll go B. Jen and like go warren barton or i don't know john <laughs> beresford or or gavin peacock remember gavin peacock oh yeah Danny
1: or a member. one. Off. Joe Willock, Wonderland. Why not? We've got you one of our own go. up there. Done. There you go. Uh, uh, Philippe Albert with the best song Philippe in football. Albert. Apart from the Tuesday
2: Club where they had that, um, we've got Erdegaard, number eight. That song that someone wrote in with was absolutely Yeah, stunning. it was quite good,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah, quite good Amazing. Song, yeah.
2: But that Philippe Albert one, Philippe, Philippe Bear, because everybody knows his name. They'd <laughs> sing it to the tune of Rupert the Bear fantastic
0: (laughs) although newcastle i think i don't know the full lyrics but they still have the best song for a player do you remember Happy bay when they had him and they'd be like sunday monday happy bay (laughs) (laughs) genius that was good that was good um and the best chant ever was um do you remember when fc of manchester were relevant i don't know if they still are Mm. and there's uh, a united yeah that's the one there's a youtube clip of their fans and um it's like the stand and there's a a couple of police officers walking past uh, and i think they were losing and the police officers walk past and and then you just see all of them lean forward they're like we pay your council tax and we buy your fucking hats (laughs) that was that was good i i I approved of that one so there you go Anyway,
1: Ozil. Uh, um. Yeah, Ozil. Oh well, should we start about Nacho because Nacho was the one that I think kind of was the catalyst. He spoke to four four two during the international break or at the beginning of it. And what yeah, what an interesting bit of that he had. He, <laughs> mm. um, Danny, can you read? Did you read it? Oh, the uh, yeah, I did. Because Nacho it was- Monreal one, not the Ozil one that came in the Athletic today. No,
2: the, the other one that was um, 101 goals or something like that, I read it on. It was about four bits oh. of information, but an entire page full of shit. I think the gist of it was that Monreal said he, he had a problem with everybody. <laughs> and that's. <and> <laughs> Luckily, we didn't know that. I mean, you have to look at, I think, it's 2014 FA Cup final, I think it was that when we beat Hull 3-2. And then, when when they scored, he, he carried on walking back to the centre circle. And, and then people brought up other videos. There's a whole thread of it about, two or three months ago and there was another one where they scored i mentioned this the other day and then there was uh i think it was Erzul Sa- might have scored and there was sanchez with him and two other players and then urzel looks around and goes well, where's everybody going and sanchez says i don't know because they weren't celebrating with him and you think mm. even back then we were thinking something's not quite right here but it's spoiled brat syndrome isn't it
1: i think it was uh won the world cup didn't know what to do with himself no motivation left um Murtisaka um, said it, that's the reason he retired so early. Because he was like, I just I I can want it. Where do I go from here? Just gonna win the Champions League. Or maybe he'd won it already. It's just yeah, completely demotivated. And I think one of the things that has really helped and probably turned a lot of people who were still backing up Ozil was the fact that he'd fallen out of Arsene Wenger as well. I've seen a lot of accounts that you know, even Ozil Things, I think, is thinking about uh, changing his handle after it's found out that he'd fallen out with Papa Wenger, because... And that's almost that impossible was a, to do. Yeah, exactly. You have to be a grade A dickhead to fall out with Wenger, I think. So, yeah, Chris, what did you think about it as well?
0: Just It's just hard to tell, isn't it? Like... It, I don't know. I think the, the trouble with Meza is like his talent was was undeniable, but it's just it, I almost I, I, I can almost see the parallels between him and, and Neymar. It, I know it's a weird comparison, but he's going to have one of those careers that you look back when when our kids kids or whatever, and they're going to say, oh, do you remember that Urzel guy? And I feel like the same will be said with, with Neymar in that they'll go. He had everything when he could be bothered or when his attitude was right or when he wasn't partying or when he wasn't dishing Mm. the dirt. And I do do think that Arsenal's treatment of him at the end wasn't the best, but then you also wonder why that was the case. Like, you know, how many years did, did Arsene... Uh, cover for players who were being shits behind his back, you know the, the, the shit he took for RVP when he stabbed him in the back, you know. Even the Seth thing, whether you believe you believe what you want to believe, I still think it's a lot of a waffle. That he went on strike. I just just think it is, but um, know, yeah, whatever you believe, like Arsenal would always go to bat for players, and and to a degree, Arteta does as well, you know, to a degree, but um, it yeah, I just I just think the manager. I think somebody tweeted earlier on today, and I kind of agree with it. It's like one manager, you can sort of understand it. When it's like two, three managers, you start, mm. start thinking, actually, is there a bit more about the guy than than the managers he's worked under now? Is it a bit about him? And I do think he his interests off the pitch haven't helped either. So I just think he's a bit of a flawed genius. And most geniuses, if that's the plural, are flawed in one way or another. Um see the Oscars so you know <laughs> just I just think wherever he goes a bit controversy follows and um, mm. in a way Arsene Wenger was the right manager for him at the time and then it all went a bit wonky didn't it? so
1: and it has certainly um, gone wonky in Fenerbahce which I think mm. was the other thing that was being discussed and was um, broadcast from the Athletic uh, I think do, a couple do, of days do you know, ago
0: do you know the bit do you know the only bit that sort of rubs me up the wrong way. Do you remember when we had the, the the bastards, as Danny called them, um, mm. the the German alliance, if you will. uh and we had Kalas mm. um, and um Azalands. There was two other. One of them was Gunduzi, and there was another one, wasn't there? But um, Socrates. I, Socrates. I, I wonder if because Gunduzi was quite close to Azal, I think he still is. Mm. Um And whether you like him or or you don't, he's now a full French international. He scored his first goal of the night. He's been very good for Marseille. And I just wonder, had he ever lined himself more in mm. the saka smith Row sort of area, I wonder if Arteta might have given him another opportunity because the talent's there, I mm. think, whatever you think. But I think it was just the fact that anybody that was mm. tainted by the Ozil touch, I think yeah. that Mikhail went, no, not for me.
1: It's definitely that that you could see. that It's, mm. um, yeah, you say that about any person. You say if they didn't have that set of friends they could have been president or whatever they could have gone on to great things and i think it is exactly that kind of thing with guendouzi that yeah he got into the wrong crowd and there as you say chris the talent is there for if a manager wants to try and bring direction to his game they can i think what the great thing is is under Sam paoli so yeah. positioning isn't necessarily no. the uh, top attribute you need to have when your uh, formation is just okay here's all the magnetic dots possible to me and they just chucks them at the whiteboard and says right yeah. th- there we go that's what happened and then scrolls it again rolls it out on another place and that's where you're playing although six minutes.
0: strangely marseille's return to form mm. is because he listened to his players and has actually played a more structured four sort of four three three version <laughs> so in, right. a, in a weird way yeah. it's like yeah but um yeah you're right yeah. i just i don't know and and when nacho monreal is calling you a cunt you you probably are a cunt let's be honest i mean nacho yeah. is he's the most uncontroversial character we've ever had isn't he like mm. just completely chilled kind of guy i
1: imagine really... imagine uh santi was just like no don't do it don't do yeah. it that don't do it don't yeah. do it <laughs> just yeah, yeah, just came out and had to say it because I think it I clearly you, shows. I you, sorry,
0: okay. go
1: on. I was going to say, there's players that when they come out and say things, you'd listen to them because you feel mm. like they they haven't really got a reason to say otherwise. And I think Nacho one of those. He was so, I'd say average, but not. Mm.
0: He was consistent. It's consistent, it's like him and consistent. Bakri Sanya, They were really good mm-hmm. at what they did, like consistently, yeah. really, really. Never good. kicked up
1: a fuss outside. Was always spoke well of people. So left
0: in good grace. Came in yeah. when we needed him at the time of most when he came in from Malaga, mm-hmm. and and I think as well with with um, someone like someone like that so you just mentioned, Sandy Casola. There, like mm-hmm. when you really look back at it, forget the honors. And I know you can't technically forget the honors, but if you take the trophies away. Would, I, I would argue, Santi Cazorla is as good a footballer as as Mesillas was. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And and look at the difference in how they're regarded as people. And and I know Santi injuries. had a lot. Well, that's what, what could I mean.
2: Santi have been without nearly losing a leg. Mm.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, he would have played at the very top. We would never have got him, I don't think. If he, I mm. think he, if he had stayed fit when he came to Arsenal, he'd have been gone. He'd have gone on to another bigger club. I don't think we would him, have got like Ozil.
1: More. I think we would have. Probably waited and got cesc the season after. Mm. Yeah, agreed. that's probably what happens. Is Santi stays at number ten. Mm. I run he, that. He
0: had he had everything. I've I've seen probably like mm. you two. I've seen many players in the flash in my life. Santi had just everything for a guy who's like my height, if not smaller, which mm. is very small as everyone knows in the chat. Um, you know, balance. Yeah, he, he, he was deceptively quick for for a kind of squat, chunky little fella um shooting vision passing he could put a tackle in he was a leader like he just had everything and you just think like imagine if we'd have had the midfield of a a pomp sesk a pomp Vieira, and a pomp santi can you imagine that oh
2: like loki puts here and santi played the away games i've just been looking at urzel's time at fenerbahce the number of away games he missed he not missed many games other than when he has a, a whole string of games out injured like he has for, had recently, but when it came to outside the M25, he didn't want to know, did he?
0: No. Can you can you imagine? Because obviously we we've never been privileged n- enough to to have been part of behind the scenes at a football club. But can you imagine the amount of HR issues in football clubs? And I know we see the polished Amazon documentaries mm. that we're having part of now, but we're never going to see the guts. Are we? I'd love to see the the bits that stay on the cutting room floor, the bits that, that people could, and even those books like Secret Footballer, they never really revealed the juicy stuff, did mm. they? Did we find out who the Secret Footballer was? It's
1: Dave isn't Kitson, it? isn't it?
0: Is it Dave Kitson? Yeah, it was a championship yeah. player, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: United and West Ham and Reading, possibly.
1: I think it was, yeah, I think they said it was Dave Kitson. Uh, and then it turns out that it's Dave Kitson plus. Plus others. You know, farms, yeah, because he you now farms are out.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, it's a good concept mm-hmm. it was like Big Brother it started quite well and
2: then it went off a cliff but yeah mm-hmm. certainly did uh, someone asked yeah. a question here it is uh, Cy asked Si says Danny did you think of the hashtag Bundesliga asked after, uh, after Ozil <laughs> left or did it include Ozil Ozil was the reason I started it because mm-hmm. um, he was the uh, it's all come out now he was the one that was the main problem it was the Ozil gang and like mm-hmm. uh, like Chris was saying he took the younger fl- players under his wing When I mean, you got a World Cup winner there one of the mm-hmm. Probably, theoretically, one of the greatest players to play in the Premier League in the last decade should have been, but um, yeah, but didn't didn't do it. Uh, Carl wants to know. Speaking of Roma, is Maitland-Niles coming back?
1: Yes, because they don't want him. <laughs> They've moved uh, him around a bit. He's played right. Yeah, now and they're going to move him around out the door because they just don't want him now. I think Jose, I think, was saying you wanted him for a bit and then completely changed his tune. And is a bit like, well, yeah, not so hot on this player now. Well, um, do we know why, or do we assume why? Uh, yeah, because he's not good enough to play in central midfield,
2: mm.
1: uh, any reasonable level. He'll come back, don't worry, and uh, he'll play a preseason game against a championship level team like he normally does for Arsenal. And then everyone will be like, "Play him in midfield again." And you're like, "But that was Watford, and Watford are, are shit." You're like, oh, play him every week. We're like Liverpool next week. Yeah, play him in the midfield. He was great against Watford and Norwich.
2: Yeah, we played a game this week, didn't we? Uh we had a friend behind closed we doors did. friendly against Brentford, beat them 4 1. Lacazette hat trick.
1: It was Brentford B. It was Brentford <laughs> oh. B team. Um he's actually was in inter- the big
0: games, you know.
1: Yeah. It's an interesting concept, Brentford B. They don't um that's their youth academy, they but they're not it, part of they? any
0: it's also yeah. a play on words, isn't it? The Brenton B. It is,
1: B. <laughs> it <laughs> is indeed. Uh, but Hattray, uh, yeah that's got to be good for Lacazette, isn't it? It's
0: good, it's good for confidence, isn't it? It doesn't matter what level you do it at. It's, you know, it's a competitive game so such. And, you know, w- whether you like or you don't like the options we've got up front, um, he's the only striker we've got who gives a shit right now in terms of actual out-and-out mm. strikers. So, um, you know, if that doesn't, if that gets him a bit more confidence and, and it means he puts one you know inside the inside the goal next time then yeah it's worth it, isn't it
1: yeah he seems like a guy that just needs to get his eye in um because we're not necessarily creating as much in regular games it sounds like you've got to be some trick, player
2: to uh, yeah. to be doing that role and still score goals haven't you yeah
1: mm.
0: and and That's and true. when he was when he was at leon he his, his numbers were very good but he would go through spells where he wouldn't you know consistently score for a couple of weeks and then he'd he'd find his eye again and then they would be a Mm. bit more consistent so and like I've always said and I'll continue to keep saying he hasn't got Nabil Fakir and he if anything he's actually playing the Fakir role that he had at Leon like he's playing like he
2: was the one who made him look magical
0: yeah it's like Josh said though he's he's playing as a a deep-lying assisting centre forward and he's feeding Mm. the young sort of quicker energetic players around him so um but yeah I, you know it'd be interesting to see what happens with his with his future because I think we will offer him a deal but I think he's got every right to sort of say
1: actually we have you know. haven't we we did offer him a deal
0: is that official is that, I've, I've heard yeah different
1: I thought we'd offered him one year <laughs> extension and he mm. said I want three years and I think we were both correct in him asking for three years and us only offering one
0: yeah because a player who asks for three years he's asking for three years on the premise that he could leave after one isn't he it's like you know, give me it's three that, years, so
1: or miss. it's I want three years of secure contract because I know that's I what want. I mean. Probably, yeah. Because
0: yeah. he know, because the other problem you've got is you, you're not just trying to convince him. Because I, I don't think he has any issue staying with us. I think he's quite happy at the club. He's quite happy in the area. Um, the the problem is he he is at his age. He's going to want to play, mm. and we're clearly going to go out in the summer and buy, you know, a forward. Certainly, a forward that we're going to look at mm. being a starting forward, or we're going to try anyway. Um you know, would he really want to stay on as as a backup striker? Alba's gone, and he's finally getting the starts. And now, and and Leon will probably have a little go to get him back mm. in the summer. And if they don't get him, somebody in France will have a sniff. Well, they um, tried
1: in January, didn't they?
0: Well, they made an inquiry, I think, that's yeah. as far
1: as it went. And yeah, but no yeah. one's going to pay him the what's he on one hundred and
2: fifty grand a week with us.
1: But I don't think you know. it's about how much wages he gets if he went back to Lyon. No. That's not no. the reason he's going back to Lyon. It's because he get a payday there. Yeah, he it's goes back, there, back goes home. back home, and they know, and he'll know that you know puts in two different perform two decent seasons for them. They'll mm. probably offer him a new deal.
0: It'll be a bit like Ben Yedder when he went to Spain and then went back to Monaco. Um, mm. You know, he had a really good time in
1: old school in, in France, isn't he?
0: Yeah, he is, yeah. But but he was doing really well at Sevilla. I think he scored at Old Trafford from memory when he was mm. playing there against Man United and he was attracting interested sort of like big clubs by Munich the likes. Um, but he said he wanted to go back to France because he wanted to be back in a country that he sort of felt was home and he wanted to it wasn't that he didn't want to test himself because he, he'd already proven that he could score goals in Spain but he just wanted to go back to where he felt comfortable and Monaco was at the time paying a lot of money and and now he's he's still a full French international and he's still getting regular game time. So I think Lacker would do the same. Because Leon are probably gonna sell Dembele in the summer because his his contract is coming up and he's his value's high now. Um and they haven't really got another striker unless you Tito Caduera is not ready to be the first full time. They sold Depay, obviously. So yeah, I, I it's on paper it makes sense for him to go home. Um my worry then is if we if we blow our load on you know, striker X, mm. that's fine. But Inketti is mm. going to go as well. I think we probably need two strikers if life goes,
1: mm.
0: or we convert Martinelli. But then Martinelli oh. should be starting every week. So how do you? We work definitely that? need
1: two strikers. I think that's that's a given because I don't want Balogun coming back either. Mm. In the sense of, I still want him contracted by the club.
0: But back out
1: no, yeah. yeah, he's another he's, lone player.
0: He's proven, hasn't he, in this loan about at Middlesbrough that he needs mm. consistent, regular game time. Um, and
2: uh, England under 21, so he's been fantastic as well. He's got four yeah. goals in seven games or something, or some number like that.
0: I, I, What I would have loved us to have done this summer is is gone out and bought the marquee centre-forward and then bought an Ollie Watkins mm. type, but not, not the Ollie Watkins that's now at Villa because he's going to want to start every week. The mm. Ollie Watkins, when they got him at, at Brentford, where you look at him and you go, yeah, mm. consistent goal scorer, young, um, potential English with good sell-on value. Just mm. breaking through, or like when he uh, Ivan Tony came through at Wigan before Brentford got him, like that kind of. I think it's was Wigan, wasn't it? I think it was Peterborough. Peterborough, sorry, you're right. Um, so yeah, yeah. but but the trouble is in the modern era. You know, we're in 2022. You know, Arsenal are not going to go and buy Chris Kuhlmeier when he was in former Ipswich, like mm. we did back in the day. Now we're always.
2: Oh, that but, was just desperation. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't think we're going after Ben Bererton. We'll put it that way because exactly, that's, that's the, there's plenty that's the of. I think that's the other thing of goals in the Championship definitely don't translate as well. Mitrovic. Especially for the money. Well, yeah, Mitrovic is going
0: to
1: smash the record set by Tony. Five goals, season.
2: 30 goals. Five goals, 30 goals up then, and down every but year. Then on,
0: on the flip side, and you know, if, Danny, I'm sure you've got the button ready to push. Chris talks about French football. But hmm. there is players like Hugo Ekitike at, at Rams who you know, Newcastle sniffed around in the summer and in the winter window. And he basically said, I actually quite like, there you go. Um, mm-hmm. He said, I'd quite like to stay in France. And he wanted to, he wants to see out the project with, with uh, Stade de Ram. And he's going to stay, but he did also say, I'm aware of my value. I'm aware that that my sale could help fund this club for years to come. And in the summer, we'll see what offers come. So he's, he's maybe uh, the right age, the right profile, mm-hmm. He kind of reminds me a bit of when Anelka left PSG. You know, there's a the potential to be a really good striker there, but he's young enough that you couldn't command minutes. And then there's the lad at um, PSV, isn't there? Gakpo, is it? The lad who's coming through or who'd been linked in the last few days?
1: Uh, Cody Gakpo. I yeah. don't know if you say it, Gakpo. He, he's I know, a confirmed... do you know who had an excellent stats before he came as well? Jack Most of Bash. them. Yeah, Jakobash. Jakobash, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Davy Um I had to think back. I think the last player that came out of the Eredivisie and has hit similar figures of an attacking player, because we can't really think of Ziyech. I don't think Ziyech is... He's close to it, but it's Wilfred Boney. If someone, conf- Boney. if someone can find me an Eredivisie straight signing out of the Eredivisie to the Premier League that hit the ground running better or uh, between Wilfred Boney and today, then I'd be shocked.
0: Let, let me chuck four names at you from Eredivisie mm. history. Jan Venegor yeah. of Hesling, do you remember him? Celtic, Celtic, Celtic legend.
1: legend. Yep. Pierre <laughs> <Hey>. um,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, van Hooydonk, of course, he's the most Celtic legend. Um, and I'm going to throw two absolute belters at you. Alfonso Alves. Ah, this is he was absolutely wretched. He
1: wonder if he's still he? he that record signing.
0: Probably. And he's the he best one of the lot.
1: He scored his
2: debut for them against Man United, I think. Or yeah, scored a did. couple of goals. And then and you, know which,
1: you know he's which a, absolutely great um, talent spotter signed him as well? Gareth Southgate? Old Gareth Southgate. There
0: you go. <laughs> and the best one of the lot, uh, BX Gunner says that Coit. Now I can beat that, BX. Uh, Matiah Kesman. Do you mm. remember who went ah, to Chelsea, Chelsea? Scored all yes. those goals. And mm. to be fair, he, he had the build of a good striker. Mm. Like he looked like a player and he was so bad at Chelsea, like he just could not. Yeah. So that there's so but then you could also say Ruud Van Horseface. I mean, he's an absolute monumental thundercump, but he was a hell of a striker.
1: Did he come straight from PSV or did they get him from Hamburg? No, he was
0: from PSV for memory. Oh. Yeah, because he yeah, because he um is, he he he
1: went. He went
0: straight uh, there. Because he got that injury, didn't he? And they were going to sign him. Um, oh, no, yeah, Van he, Nessel,
2: right. Yeah, he was PSV and then he uh, got injured. You he could hear it in the video. He screamed. He that's
0: right. I remember that, yeah. And then he but, came but to Man Ferguson, United, But Ferguson said that he would still sign him, didn't he? He was like, because he, he was so talented. And he, they put the deal off for a year, didn't they? And said, we'll, we'll take you when you're back fit. And then they, they honoured the contract.
2: Real Madrid, then Hamburg.
0: And he, as I say, he was I'm sticking wasn't
1: back. I, can I just say on Luis Suarez, joined Liverpool 2011. Wilfred yeah, Boney came true. straight in 2013. Still right.
0: Yari Litmanen, and Ponzi <laughs> legend. He went to Vitesse, didn't he, Wilfred Boney, after that? Uh, no, he came from Vitesse. Vitesse. Oh, he came from Vitesse,
2: that's right.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the
2: Kakapo, or whatever his name is, I'm never yeah. going to remember it. Is it 20 games, 7 goals, 13 assists? Is, is <laughs>
0: better, is
2: not, is, it's better... It, it wouldn't not be bad. Glenn Held, would he?
0: No, he he he's got he's he's got the build, hasn't he, Josh? Like he's a wiry, mm. you know, he's a wiry, attack minded, wide player, cuts in. He's a very Arteta type of player. But he's got
2: Man United written all over him. He's a bit, he does he's,
1: all. Yeah. It's one of those that I would you can see how great everyone's lauding the Ajax side as well. Mm. And look at all the players that have come out of that Ajax side that made the semi, and they just haven't necessarily translated that to there's something that obviously seems about. Obviously, I'm talking about Ajax. So that's a microcosm itself of a very exacting system.
0: I prefer. Um, I prefer the Benfica lad, Darwin Nunes.
1: Different player I, I, he's, though. Striker. He's a different player, Huge. but
0: he's. He's, but he's a, one. Yeah, he's a burly, strong, mm. yeah. powerful. He, he's but, not
2: going to fuck around. <laughs> Touch of the jerus about him with his, and, his kind and of. And he's feel.
0: Uruguayan, so Uruguayan, which means obviously he's going to be an absolute band That you know he's going to be an asshole. So. I, but I like, and, and fantastic hair, which we all know is crucial in the signing. But um, yeah, he, he because he's only, is he 20? I think he's 20, isn't it? 20, 21? Yeah, not much
1: 20, more. 21. Um, I,
0: I just like, I just like his profile and I, f- I feel like he won't get bullied. Whereas I think Gakpo, really? he's got that kind of build that, it'll go one of two ways. He'll either get reyes out of the Premier League within a year, God rest his soul, he'll either get kicked up and down the league for, for 12 months and then come good, or he'll go full Cabo and Nebidi-Labirip again. It's yeah. a bit... Um,
1: I was going to name a, a name a player in France as well that I was going to say might be similar. Um, and, oh God, which teams he play for? He's, I want to say he's Ghanaian, winger, plays on the left... Cuts in or, his right. He might be at Wren.
0: Oh, do you mean Suleymane?
1: Yes, but he doesn't Sulemana play with Suleymane on the back of his shirt, does he? He plays with no, his uh, first name on the
0: back Camille. of his shirt. Kamal, 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 yeah. Yeah, again, similar profile uh, to Gakpo, but a bit more, mm. again, a bit more hefty. Yeah, he,
1: that was the one I thought we'd look at. Um, and he's
0: another cuts in mm. from left and right. And, you mm. know, yeah. Uh, it Kool- seems Kool-a-Din, like Kulladine, isn't it? Is it I can't remember. I'm going to look it
1: up. But yeah, i from FIFA, if that it. helps.
0: Yeah,
1: but... <laughs> I'm
0: sure it's um Camel De- Camaldine Sulaiman. There you go, Camaldine, Yeah, and that's what he has on his shirt. Yeah.
1: and yeah. they um, they are, yeah, he got dropped this week. The next Messi, so not Messi, next uh Mbappe. So you know,
2: yeah, that's unfortunate. Sorry for He's you. off the Madrid, of isn't he?
1: Mbappe or... Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: I,
0: think, Mbappe, I, think, yeah yes. I think it's pretty likely, yeah. I'm would you take... A... They are going to sign... Um, oh, Dembele. <laughs> would, would, you, would either of you take a gamble? I can't believe I'm going to say this. Would you take a gamble on Eden Hazard?
2: No. Have you For seen what? his goal stats he's I mean, scored the, more goals in half a season from Christmas to the end of the season his last season at Chelsea than he has in the three years that he's been at oh Real yeah
0: Madrid. the, Madrid's been a write-off but he's, mm,
2: a, he's an injury prone
0: that's no. the only worry isn't it it's the injury we
2: don't it's need uh, we talent. don't need any more fa- fake Galacticos
1: I'd say mm. if I was going to go for a Hazard I'd go after Thorgan
2: mm. yeah I'm just curious I, I just
1: wouldn't bother more versatile is, um,
0: it, it appears to be a no in the chat by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he is.
1: No, I think he I'm not saying I would. We definitely. I've seen a link come to say that Hazard was linked to Arsenal, but it just, mm. just look at the profile of players we're trying to get. And well, it's,
0: it's sniffing around Chelsea's bins again, isn't it? It is. Like, uh, it's,
1: it's going around the back. Someone else has picked something out of Chelsea's bins. You know, I had will a bite of that sandwich, gone, oh, that's fucking disgusting. Chucked it on the floor, and then we go and pick up that sandwich and go, I'll give it a bit of a go. Yeah, I'll give that a go. It's been in the battle. Uh, yes. We've we, we re-fried so it. Good. We put it yeah.
0: in the fridge for a day, reheated it, and hopefully, for the best. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, but I, I like personally wouldn't, yeah.
2: but you know. He says he, he'd rather sign Mickey Hazard. <laughs> 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 or or uh, William. Oh, Mervin's already just said
0: that. May I get yeah. Back? yeah, there's a yeah.
1: very smart thing that might happen as well with um I would up at uh, Everton. They got no yeah. money. So they're going oh, to This a surprise. They're going to have to chop in one of their strikers in the summer because no one else is going to buy anybody. I, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't have Rick I, n- Well, now, Richarl- Ed, you'd even, love him for Charlison. Oh, Richarlison, no, if you want a bastard can't in your his, team.
0: He can't you you want a bastard he's in your team. Can he? He's he's the type of player. If he's your player you love him. Mm-hmm. Anyone else you think he's an absolute weapon? He he yep. is, you know, rolls around, does that flicking hand thing? Mm. Oh, he's a cretin. I can't stick him. Does it, top it when
2: but... does it top when the ball rolled into Son and then he went down like he'd been shot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how the FA don't do anything. That that is the perfect example to a situation make an example of him and go, You're getting a ban for that because we... that ball barely touched you and you well, fell you down. Can't...
0: We can't say on air what's on is, but we all know, don't we, Steve? God rest his hmm. soul. Oh, Steve shouting <laughs> it from we the We all know what's on is. So, uh, yeah. Well, talking we'll of Steve, there. I've,
2: I've come because you lot are all fucking useless for the last two years, I've contacted Vivian and she's going to do the wording for his plaque outside the stadium. And I need someone to get hold of Dave's family and let them pick. Because the amount of times I've asked you lot, the plaque has been paid for, both of them. And uh, you, I go, what shall I do? Well, should we? i'm not picking it so i'm gonna let the families pick it so that's hopefully nice. maybe this summer we might have steve's plaque and dave Hollick's
1: plaque um next to each other outside oh, the world well, yeah. well danny i can't believe it's taken you two years to sort it out you lazy fucker <laughs> you
0: lazy <shit. laughs> how dare
1: you that's our legacy <laughs> down the drain uh oh carl's been asking some more things he's very active today isn't he, he is. don't, let me, don't let me
0: forget uh, mark's question as well because i will It's saved in,
1: it. the, yeah, in the yeah cool. uh, so yeah carl's asked if what should go down should we bid for dennis yes yes, <laughs> yes. seven million would it be ten million Bay, they paid three million mm. for dennis you when not? We got him
0: would you not? Because um, yeah. there's there's three at Watford, isn't there? There's Dennis, there's Ismail Asar, and there's the other one, isn't Hernandez,
1: there? the one that scored Hernandez. the bicycle kick against us. chucho
0: yeah. I don't know. Um, again, are they good enough to step up? I don't know. Saar I like, but mm. he's had, he's got a bit more miles than the puck. He's a bit more experienced at Premier League or in, in English football. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'd be more tempted to have a little sniff around the Palace boy if you were going to go that end. What's his name? The, uh,
1: the French, the French right? one. The, one no. <laughs> the French one, Elise. Uh, uh, Elise, yeah, yeah, Elise. Yeah, he's yeah, French. Yeah. Um, he? he is, he's playing for France under-19s, isn't he? Elise. Yeah, he, oh, he well, England, England are trying to get him at the moment. Yeah, I've got to say, he's got
0: English parentages. Yeah,
1: like? and Patrick Vieira was... Um, very should we say diplomatic when he said he's not trying to influence the decision that at least makes for his uh yeah for the choice of national team that he has but yeah
0: do you know know what I love about Patrick Vieira as well is that this will be a
1: long list
0: well there's many things but um you you look at the like ex-footballers of his generation that are now managers like Lampard Hmm. and Gerard and uh, I'm so, to think can I quickly but, just say
1: that you've put you said Lampard's a manager? I'd like to say that well, struck that's, from the record.
0: That's a, that's a stretch, <laughs> even you know, you know, before his time. But you look at those sort of managers, they're quite trim, you know, they're all immaculately Turned out, Paddy's had, Paddy's had a few burgers, hasn't he? He's 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 enjoyed his retirement and I love the fact he's rounding, he's rounding he, out nicely. Because he always had quite a round face, but he's quite a chunky chap. But you just know that on a training ground he takes numbers. Oh. Like you just know that he's still got it. Like that, You're not that, gonna see he's not, one of go the that he's, he's away. Running,
1: Yeah. Yeah, in training, he's there. Uh Royale with cheese in one hand and yeah. just dribbling through the players. Just doing up with
0: the other yeah. one, like in the queue. World Cup. but then and you also know with Paddy. Um, that time when he actually went radio, ran it with the referee at the end of the game. Like, you know that because he's a very, I, I never forget, like when you see interviews with him and that famous interview with Roy Keane, he's very softly spoken. He's a very, very mm. sort of, you know, African French because he was a Senegalese um, growing up. And um, he's very softly spoken. He's very articulate. And even Henri, I think, is more of an aggressive talk. Vieira is very quiet and quite shy. But you yeah. just know when it, somebody does something wrong in training, you will come down on that player like a ton of bricks. Like
1: He's got that thing that it's it's different to Klopp. He's got the stature of Klopp. Yes. But if one of them came towards you with a face of thunder, which one mm. scares you more? The oh, angry, v- shouty man or the quiet...
0: Vieira would, would slide the knife just into your windpipe while you sleep and then he would mm. loom over you and laugh while he did it. Whereas Keane would come in like... <laughs> With a, a like a concrete block over your head and go you fucking and that would be it. <laughs> Vieira would just do it quietly and slide mm. into the night and not get caught. Is is, yeah. I'm not. I'm not actually just for legal reasons. I'm not suggesting that Vieira is a serial killer, by the way. But um, yeah, a silent assassin. But mm. uh, well, just yeah. I'm just obviously Palace next for Arsenal. I hope he has an awful off night. But mm. he's he's a good manager and he he was always good at Nice uh, and he's done his time. He did it America did Nice. He? he was over with um. New York, City? New York City. Yeah, he's 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 do doing his apprenticeship. When
2: Arteta leaves us for Man City or Barcelona, do you think Paddy could just slip right in there?
0: It depends. It depends when, doesn't it? About mm. two years. I've <laughs> I've got a theory that Arteta will actually end up at Bayern Munich one day. You know, I think he might go the pet route in terms. I of also doing don't. It in
1: Germany. I would also say if Guardiola leaves and Paddy's doing a decent job, then mm. there's. Ex city group oh, manager, yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. there's really managed basically um, there'll be two of, of them.
2: He's really managed a quarter of the man city group sides, hasn't
1: he? Yeah, exactly. It's one? To do. I'll tell you what,
0: <laughs> as well, I, I wouldn't be surprised if PSG had a little sniff around Vieira if he, if he got to the end of it. Oh, the they season. could get bloody bloody Moses in to manage that club and they still win, fail to win the bloody <laughs> Champions it, League. It's It's hard to disagree with that, yeah. Although I still think Conte's going to go there, which will be hilarious if he does. If you
2: had to, this is... um, Chris, in one sentence, what do PSG have to do to win the Champions League?
0: Uh,
2: Delete the club and
0: start again. Fair enough, I agree with that. um, What what PSG needs to do to win the Champions League is get get rid of Leonardo, the sporting director. Um, El Khalifi, the owner, needs to keep his fucking business out of team affairs. They need to sack that fraudulent Argentinian fuckwit of a manager who can't manage his own dinner absolutely overrated yeah um they need to get rid of neymar um they need stop to... trying to be the french
2: galacticos and just do it properly yeah.
0: and they need i need to play some of the the talented young players do you remember christopher and kunku and i said a few years back he's going to be a star how well he he's midfield?
2: gone... big midfielder
0: yeah come to leipzig absolutely brilliant now um psg will always be hated because of their money uh, and because that they they brand their club very well, and that's why they make money. And you can't not for that because Man United did it. You know, clubs are, are being smart with the money. But the problem with PSG is they the, the reason they're hated so much is they're very sore losers. Um, they've got some very dislikable players, um, and they don't give the opportunity for the younger, talented players to come through. Um, and they feel like they're bigger than everyone else. They're trying to buy instant success, and um, unfortunately, it doesn't work. And I hate to say it, but if I think if I was managing that club or I was owning that club and Barcelona said, look, we quite like Leo to come home, I would let him go. Um, I would ship Neymar out, um, and then I would do everything I could to keep him back, even though they, they can't, I don't think now. And I'd put Di Maria back in the side and you go for a left winger and you start again. Because like you said, Danny, you can't you can't just have attack and no defenders. And when you and the problem is as well, when you they sold Thiago Silva, who's still Chelsea's best defender, um, because he said he wasn't good enough, and yet he <laughs> won the Champions League. And and when you've got a player like Marquinhos, who is still one of the world's great great central central defenders, when he's having to basically hold the defense together the whole season, it's inevitable that he'll have an off night one night, like he did against Real Madrid, where he was horrendous. So when you're reliant on on that, and then you've got Pembe alongside him, who's just a you know he's got everything that should be should make a successful centre back, but an absolute rock for a brain at times. Um, it, every, there's just so many lo- dislikable things about PSG, and I want I like PSG to do is, well, but
2: it's the opposite to what Jeff says. FIFA is real life for them.
0: Yeah, it is. It is a bit. Yeah, um, and, oh, and there's the a player that's... on a
2: free. We'll have him.
0: But they, but the thing that the thing that is frustrating with PSG is they they could have gone. They could have gone the Arsenal way. They could have had all this money and actually said, "You know what? We're going to invest it. We're going to bring in the young, talented players." And they could have been quite likable. Like if, um, do you remember when Malaga had all that money and they brought in some quite likable players, didn't they? And, Montreal, uh, and everyone was rooting for them in the Champions League. Yeah. Or Dortmund when they brought through. Like if if these big clubs actually went. Do you know what? We're gonna like if Newcastle. With all this mu- actually, no, that's a bad example because Saudis and yeah. But just say, I don't know, a club got bought out, a club like, a, I don't know, a Peterborough got bought out by a wealthy investor and that investor came in at Wrexham. There's a good example. There's the guys who own that. I forget the names. Ryan Reynolds, is it? Yeah. If they're, they're doing it the right way, aren't they? Because they're bringing in players, local players, they're investing in the community, all that jazz. If they suddenly were successful, I don't think people would be against them. Mm. Whereas when you're a Man City or or a you know a PSG, people just or a Salford goes, City, or a city, exactly, you know, you <laughs> you get hated right. because not only have you got the money, but you you conduct yourselves with the attitude of we can have whoever yeah. we want, buy whoever we want. It's the arrogance, it. isn't it? Yeah. What what's the, Mac- what's the view uh, of Macclesfield, Josh? You know a bit about what's because they've got obviously Robbie Savage involved, don't they? And they're not exactly liked now, are they?
1: No, but that's a, um, they're almost kind of phoenixing, aren't they, Macclesfield? Yeah. I think there's, it's difficult because there's a lot of teams out there now, and Wrexham is one of them, where, and the other one is Dulwich Hamlet. I know it might upset Mm. a few people if I mention this in there, but they are bringing certain um, faces into the club in order to sell a documentary to boost commercial revenue. Yeah, so Robbie Savage comes straight into the Macclesfield board, yeah he's local and that kind of stuff but that club has now got an infinitely greater reach than anyone else in that league Wrexham again, who else is talking about anyone else in that level of football Uh, on that scale as well, I don't think anybody outside of probably England would know any other team in that league or even knew who Wrexham were before and now so how, that you get...
0: how do you become uh, and like don't like because we talk about the Cronkies mm. with us you know you talk about the saudi investment in newcastle like what constitutes an owner that people would be happy with it doesn't so have to be a wealthy it has business be, from from London to be...
2: Well? oh they hate their owners mm-hmm. oh, when they start when they're in Division oh. league when they're in league 1 yeah. the way they were the and bright Brighton, the... did it,
1: kind of yeah brighton in terms of that was going to be the Club, I'd use it is an owner who has is local, a fan of the club, has been seen in the terraces when they were shit, basically, mm-hmm. and then is spending money that in the fans' head is them not just getting rid of excess money, but feeling that money come out of their account. But Tony Bloom doesn't, you know, he's a businessman, he doesn't earn it through a commodity. Um, should we say, or didn't earn it through royalty Um, more of, he was a professional gambler Mm. and then moved into entrepreneurship and has built his empire that way. So I think they see it more as that. And then it is the case of not taking the piss with the fans, making it seem affordable to be there. You're always going to have people that don't like the job that a owner is going to do. It just depends on how loud they're shouting and who's giving them the platform. I think if you find one person that doesn't like Arsenal, they'll have Do them you, on the f- f- front page of TalkSport, aren't they?
0: Do you also need to be um, like if if you're the guy that comes in and saves a club from a shitty owner, you're automatically mm. like like the example oh. I would give in my knowledge now mm. is Bordeaux. So anyone who mm. knows you know the name Bordeaux, they might they might just think wine. But Bordeaux, well, the, or, uh, the sponsors
2: mm. tweeting, laughing at them.
0: Exactly, and and Bordeaux are a, a mass. Like they're a massive club in in French football history. They're up there with with the Saint Etienne's and the Marseilles. And I don't include PSG because of their their lack of like you know historic. They're a modern club. But well, they were founded were of, in
2: nineteen seventy PSG.
0: Exactly. Whereas Bordeaux go all the way back. So you know when Marseille were winning European Cups, Bordeaux were challenging. They are a massive name, and they're bottom of Ligue 1 this season, and and they are. The, the the more defeats they have, they are looking more and more likely they could be in that This is this is on parallel with a team like, um, well I would argue like an Everton getting relegated. The worst
2: the one I was going to say Everton.
0: Yeah, it Oof. it is on Cartons parallel with a a big club who you know, and a, okay, they're not a, ch- a title challenger, but a club with a history, with a background, with supporter base, going down to the second division. And Didn't it's we good get from
2: Bordeaux after they won the title?
0: Yeah, we did. Yeah, exactly. So that so, wasn't that long ago. But if, but if, um, if you, if you're the guy that comes in and buys Bordeaux now because they're an absolute mess and they're a shit show and their owners are fighting with the fans and all sorts, if you're that guy, as long as you haven't got a questionable human rights background, mm. if you're just a wealthy investor from Portsmouth or whatever,
1: mm.
0: um, it doesn't really matter what you say or well, do because you're the good guy aren't you yeah you know if you mean?
1: return them if you take Bordeaux and say you purchase them in the you know, middle of next season if they're middle table of uh, league 2 and yeah. then invests not even smartly you don't even have to do smart investments you buy that league mm. to get them out and the next two seasons you will then you've returned them to your Europa League side mm. for example You've won. And then you, if you then sell, they'll say that was great ownership. Mm-hmm. That's it. You get out on the high. It's so long as you don't go full Icarus and say <laughs> oh, I'm going to stay there and outstay. your welcome. But and, is that you know. but is that
0: the fine line that clubs sail where they, you know, they have a little bit of success, like mm. you know, like we use Robbie Savage. So if, if Macclesfield now mm. get back to back promotions and ends up in the Championship, mm. Plymouth Argyle had it briefly under Holloway. You know, they were they were on the cusp of the playoffs, and Holloway got. Mm. Um, you know some people like him, some people don't. He you know, he's, he's actually quite a nice bloke to be fair. But he he got them on the cuffs of the playoffs of the championship and people down here were thinking that Argyle could be Premier League. And then they went all the way down to D two again because they, they lost managers and fell away and, and Holloway went to was it Leicester at the time? I think he left Argyle for it was a club that were on parallel with, with Argyle but a bit higher up on the table. And Argyle fell away because they got ideas above their station. And that's, I suppose you could say it's about Derby or Sunderland or. It
2: never works, does it? Look at Portsmouth, Palmer back in the day. Yeah. They ended up um, bankrupt, yeah Malaga, Granada, so, yeah. Udinese, the big, they've all tried it.
0: Some of the big clubs there are, are wallowing. It never in works.
2: Divisions. Yeah. You've got to go long term. Mm. I mean, look at Peterborough. Darrow McAnthony bought those when I think they're in League Two, fourth tier of English football. Mm-hmm. And it's, take years, it's taken years. years. always gets young players in, decent strikers. Maybe one out of uh, two out of four will we'll do good again from non league. Sell them on for a few million. And every now and then we get two or three years in the championship and straight back down again. And Peterborough fans are happy with that.
0: Well, even See? Germany, you mentioned earlier, Hamburg, they're still in, in the Bundesliga, aren't they? They're mm-hmm. in the second tier. They were a massive club in the 80s, like Hamburg. Kevin Keegan played for Hamburg, didn't he? I uh-huh. mean, they were a huge club in the 80s. And now, uh, and, and that was all because Hamburg thought they were too good to go down. West Ham, mm-hmm. let's not forget, were, were relegated with that. Remember that team, that West Ham mm-hmm. team? was too good to go down. One that I think there was worked. a
1: Newcastle as well, too good yeah, to go yeah. down. Man before City,
0: even, <laughs> you know, before the money, Man City and Paul Dickhoff at Wembley with Nicky Weaver in goal-saving penalties. They mm-hmm. were literally a nobody club back then
2: a racing ball, um, r- 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 what's it? RB Leipzig, Rassenball, isn't it? Rass- They've Rassenball. done it. They bought that team in the third tier and then went up and they stayed up and
0: they're still in the top four in, in Bundesliga, the top five. Offenheim <laughs> are known as the plastic club of Germany. They were, mm. they were literally no one and they got bought by a wealthy businessman. And yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I the, the modern era, you, you aren't going to get another Jack Walker, are you? A black man, mm. you know, a local businessman who buys a club because uh, a football club, I don't know enough about business. This is one for Andrew, but a football club is not a good investment, is it? It's not a sound business strategy.
1: No, unless you're going to take them from very small and risk build taking them and build them up. Or mm. you get lucky, you get in early on a huge Phoenix club. Mm. Um, should we mention Rangers as a, yeah. that? Mm. Look at the people that bought the initial stakes in Rangers when they came back. And of yeah, now. You sold forget it.
0: they got relegated, didn't they? Yeah, you forget that.
1: They had to yeah, start again. Five years. Yeah, start afresh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. and one of the people that jumped on the table early and bought, I think, twenty five percent, Mike Ashley. Yeah, exactly. Twenty five percent of that. Yeah. Uh, and then because it was, it was it was worthless at that point, but the only thing they owned was the stadium.
0: But it was a sound investment because you always knew that they would very quickly you come knew all the way back
1: they'd go all the way back up and you would probably the then try and sell as soon as they won the first premiership.
0: Do you know I'm I'm actually surprised no one's ever invested in in an Irish club because you think of the market it's
2: there. Not, the people no, it's, it's not a, the number it's... one sport there, is it though? Mm. No, the only way that you... would work is if you if you manage to persuade the, the English football league to allow Irish teams in, like you allow Welsh teams in and mm. a Scottish team, because Berwick Rangers are in. Well, the border keeps changing, and Berwick Rangers over the years are in and out. The only way to do that, and I'd like it. Imagine having a, a team from Dublin. Or yeah. a team from Cork or any yeah, of yeah. those teams.
0: But then, if but you could get European success with an Irish team if you've just mm. won your league every year. But you you could go far in the Europa League if you had a good squad. Like Sligo went far far a while ago, didn't they? Who did
1: we play? We played uh, Dundalk. Dundalk, I Yeah, We're Dundalk in Europa. Yeah, but
2: you look at someone like Cork City. That's um, Craig from the uh, the same old Arsenal. That's his local side. They won the double. The next season, they got relegated. And then we had mm-hmm. one, of our bo- one of our blokes on loan there because they had half a season, got relegated, and then they got promoted back up again. Mm-hmm. So there's just so few people. There's no money in football in, in Ireland. I mean, you look at the national team. They really have anybody. Any, he has gone back to, like, the Jack Charlton days. Almost anybody can go and play for them if you've got any kind of Irish heritage. Or when Tony Casarino's <laughs> heritage, no heritage at yeah, all. But not, yeah. it's not the big enough sport. Rugby, I think, is their sport over there. When they have got hurling and yeah. and all those other ones like that, but uh, there is no team. We I mean, look at Everton, half a billion pound, Mashiri and the other one have put into that. And now look where they are.
0: Are they going
1: to go? I'm... Do you think? Go down?
0: No. Yeah. Because uh, the longer this goes, the more I wonder.
1: I'll put it this way: if They can afford to sack Lampard. <laughs> if they keep Lampard, they're going straight down. Absolutely, and there's no but Is no it, no it way not three clubs?
0: Is it not three clubs worse? Because Norwich are gone, aren't they? Let's be honest. Mm, oh, no, would not. you say
1: are there three clubs worse? There are not three managers worse. No. And but I they, think they they've
0: got talent in that squad, haven't they? Like
1: they haven't got, got a striker talent. if Calvert Lewin keeps getting injured. Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know. That's a big issue. I mean, Evan at the
2: moment are uh, three points clear of Watford, but Watford, but they've played two games less mm-hmm. than Watford. Um, so who's
0: ma- who's managing Watford now? I forget. Who? Oh, boy.
2: Crystal Palace. Like, oh,
0: boy. Boy, of course, it's it Yeah, yeah, Roy yeah
2: course it boy. Burnley, boy. Burnley they might pull it off. Now they've bought that old that boat from Wolfsburg in the Ooh, January
1: Dwinghorst. window. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. but then, but is, 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 we're overdue. Burnley, fucking off,
1: aren't we? Oh, that's yeah. A, that's a horrible, um, shit. Yeah, it'll, I'm sorry. It'll, it'll be Burnley, but... Burnley will stay up and it will be at the expense of Everton, I'm expecting. I'd love Everton to go down.
2: Not, I mean, I like Everton. I don't want Everton or Leeds to go down. But
0: are, are Everton, along burning. with Arsenal, the only club to never be relegated from the top flight still?
2: Well, we have
1: been. We got uh, relegated in 2009, so I think. So uh, Everton. Okay. Everton have been relegated as well.
0: Or is it post-war or something like that? I just something remember a like stat like when I was yeah, growing up. I think
2: Everton's like is the longest unbroken run of top flight football, but we've got the most seasons
0: <laughs> Mm. Yeah, consistent, so when they go that, down, we'll
2: get season. the record of the most seasons and the longest unbeaten, un, un unbroken run. But yeah, so we got we relegated.
0: If they were, <laughs> they would, they would claim a trophy for that.
2: They'd be brave any day.
0: Burnley is one of those shitty clubs you just, I just want rid of. I, I genuinely, I could not tell you. Actually, I could tell you that's a lie. I think Fulham. <laughs> I was just going to say I couldn't tell you who's top of the championship. I think Fulham are up there. Oh, yeah. I don't know who else is up,
1: uh, up there. It is. Fulham and then um, it is someone. It's Huddersfield are uprising. Away. No, Huddersfield aren't. They're not top of Forrester it. Uh, of Bournemouth.
0: Course. Bournemouth, of course, yeah. yeah so
1: yeah,
2: they got uh, that.
0: Dominic I've Solanke been... suddenly started scoring goals after it's a huge move from Liverpool, was it? At this level. Because uh, mm. I, I, I would take Bournemouth back because it's a nice day trip down there. Um, I'd quite happily have Fulham back because Craven Cottage, London, you know, nice club. And um, we and, um, QPR back would be fun I like QPR
1: Well At the moment If you want to go through Who are available in the playoffs You've got On 61 points are going to go from 6th up Because there's a punchline in 3rd um, <laughs> Blackburn are There yeah. Then it's Sheffield United no. Huddersfield Who are on An extraordinary run At the moment They're
0: unbeaten in like 700 years aren't they? 17 too...
1: games I think They're unbeaten Jesus. in Same thing. Uh, Oh no, it can't be because I've just looked at their form table and they've lost two games in a row, so it can't be that. They they were on a good um, run. They were on a very good run, and then third. It's nice to see some boyhood teams of Arsenal fans coming up, you know, like fuck the Luton. toast of yeah, AF TV. Oh, they're going to have some split allegiances ah. next year. Luton are third at the moment. Oh yeah, that's right. Luton
0: are flying, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Luton yeah.
1: and fuck Danny where, Williams.
0: Where are keepers? They just on the outside of the playoffs now. Though? I, I thought
1: think they're just really outside well. West London. Um, no, they're eighth. <laughs> eighth. They're eighth. Uh, they're up, same, yeah. same points as Middlesbrough. Um, game in hand on Blackburn. Uh, Who are two points ahead of them, but uh, Middlesbrough have also got a game in hand and are on the same place as QPR. Fulham and
0: Bournemouth are clear, aren't they, at
1: the top? Uh, Yeah, there's six points clear of Luton. So those two, and they've both got games in hand on Mm -hmm. Luton as well. So yeah, they're probably going to be the ones that go up.
0: because I always nice. like to see a new team, you know, someone new mm. each year.
2: But, yeah, I like to see the money shared around because those parachute if, payments can save a club.
0: Yeah. Once they get again. If we could kick, because I always look at this as, you know, as an Arsenal fan, I'm like, who would have liked Arsenal to play? If we can mm. get rid of those, any of those shitty northern clubs, so get rid of Burnley, get rid of Norwich, um, <laughs> get rid of Spur, oh no, wait, um, get those two can go and replace them with a Fulham just down the road from us.
1: Replace Forest. them with
0: a Forest
1: yeah, for yeah. is the team I think it's the next one they've yeah. got they've got a problem I think mm. they'll it'll be one of those everyone will be confused who don't follow the championship if they mm. say oh they made the playoffs last season then get confused when they're 20th next season it's because they've they've basically gone all in on but would Luton be if, say if Luton came up though they, would mm. they be
0: like a, a Holloway's Blackpool
1: like, oh, yeah, they've up. got they've got the 23rd or 24th smallest budget in the Championship.
0: Yeah, so oh. that would so be kind yeah. of fun, and they'd be fodder for us to roll through. Oh, I be... only
2: hope they can't be smashing 10-0 home and away.
0: Yeah, but remember how that started with Brentford this season? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. COVID allowing, of course, but yeah.
1: Yeah, they got got um, Nathan Jones at the helm, who's a decent manager.
0: He went to Stoke, didn't he, and it didn't work out? He went
1: to Stoke, didn't work. He did a bit of a... Um, did a bit of an Eddie Howe, I think, is what they call it in the trade.
0: Rebranded himself.
1: Went Why to Luton? no, anybody? was at Luton. Oh wait, sorry, was at a club where he started his career. Went up north a bit, didn't like it. Came back came south, back. did all right again. Yeah, the same club. Same
2: as Darren Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Left Peterborough, go to Preston, mm-hmm. then come back again. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. got a question here from Stan. If we we finish with that, he mm-hmm. yes. yes. so, so "What's your thoughts?" on the the rule change you get no points for a nil-nil draw i've not heard anything about Uh,
1: it's on a rule change if you could read danny i think he's posing a question
0: yeah i wouldn't be i wouldn't be for that i mean
1: there's something beautiful about uh, beautiful about a nil-nil draw isn't it was it in He said it's the perfect game of football because it means no one's made a mistake
0: yeah, true. <laughs> I get where he's coming from because you mm. want to encourage goals, but I, mm. uh, I don't know. <laughs> no. I, Have we
2: got yeah. time to talk about what, Chris changing his mind?
1: I mean, one hour 23. Oh, yeah, we probably should because Chris said it would just only be an hour and a half. So let's give him six minutes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so explain three explain himself for three years because <laughs> we, we read out your tweets on the show chris and True. i for I, one said it, it's I very good that, that you can change your you can you've, you've decided to change your mind for logical reasons and then you broke it down into individual segments i don't think anybody disagreed with you and uh, i know Well, oh, i'm
1: sure there were i'm sure there were a lot of people saying told you so
0: yeah
2: you're <laughs> a fool yeah, I, I felt I was the same with Wenger back in the day, there's, but there was nothing Wenger to ever do after about two thousand and seven. When I thought oh, I want him to stay at the club, I want him gone, no, there's nothing. It was mm. we we're just headed in a spiral downwards. Yeah. So, what was your? What I, was your was was there a, a key moment? You went, oh yeah. Um, yeah, not really.
0: Like I think I think the only thing that that I think the thing that really captured it for me was was this togetherness that he has molded and more importantly we're fun again that and that was my biggest gripe with him previously it was that you know he, he was a great politician you know he would wear the right things have lovely hair say the right sound bites. brilliant politician although you know politicians in this country can't even brush their hair but that's beside the point um he just came across as a guy who who was very media savvy very pep and you know my thoughts on that bold fraud so I just felt that he just needed to be a bit more human, a bit more, we, we know he loves Arsenal. Um, I don't think we ever doubt with that. He's captain of the club. He, you know, he's a, he's a very likable character, Mikel, but that was the Mikel I wanted. I didn't want the, to borrow a Tuesday clubism. I didn't want the El Caldillo, I didn't want this, this dictator, this ruler, this, this micromanaging, you know, freak who would stay up till 3am watching videos and then, you know, ring pet for his opinion. I, j- I wanted him to be Mikel and I just wanted him to, as again, to use the old phrase, take the handbrake off, like just let these players play, give them their, their, their opportunities. And there, as I said to you before, we started recording that there's still things I think he needs to learn. I still think he can be a bit spiky when he doesn't need to be. I still think he needs to be a little bit less this touchline um, sort of performance, like sometimes it's a bit much for me. I do think he needs to to maybe learn a bit from that, a bit more Vieira in him rather than than you know Klopp and Warnock and jumping around. But I don't think he's um, I think he's I think he's quite a humble man, and I respect that. And like I said in my tweet at the time, um, the the great thing about being I can't remember the exact words he used, but something along the bit you know being a a fairly well, a fairly well-educated and intelligent human being is. You can hold your hands up sometimes and say, "Actually, I might have got this wrong." You don't have to to scream at a manager down the camera lens of some nonce outside the Emirates to allegedly to um, to to be that. You don't have to be that. You don't have to sit in your Datsun and scream into the dashboard. You can just be a like-minded human being and just say, "Yeah, I I might have got it wrong." The, the caveat would be. the the process is still ongoing um, and I'll I'll never, I'll never forgive him for the process because I just can't, but he's, he's getting a lot, he's getting more right now than he was getting, getting right previously. He's making good tactical decisions. The Substitutions still need a bit of work. Some of the, the setups still need a bit of work and we still need to prove that we can actually go and win something consistently. But I genuinely think if he gets this group of players into the top four, top four, without, a striker, let's be honest, Alba's not really been with us since that contract. It, it's up there with one of the, the greatest managerial achievements ever for us, I think. It, it's it's right up there with Arsene getting that team of the famous pitcher of like, um, you know, Seagan and Andre Santos and that horrible team he took into Europe and got us the, the, the um, Champions League last stages. It's right up there, like, and like I say, Mikel deserves a lot of credit for that, and I'm I, I did call him the Spanish Steve Keane because um, that's where I think he was heading, but he's come out the other side. And and I think we referenced it earlier on. I think that documentary, although I'm still, I'm still a bit toe early. I'm still worried about what that's going to show. Um, I think we're going to see the development of Mikel as a bloke and, and Mikel as a manager. I think they're going to focus quite heavily on his development and where he's come from. Um, and, and you can see that he loves that job And he bleeds Arsenal And you can't fault that A fair play to the guy You cannot fault that So, yeah, sorry to go on But I just think sometimes you need to be a bit humble Hold your hands up and say Yeah, actually, people deserve some credit um, And if he doesn't win the Champions League next year He's a fucking fraud So <laughs>
2: So, do you think that what is there something in the future that Ellis is having a turn here? Um, Is there anything that you can see making you angry again? Because I get really annoyed at the fact that he has his best 12 players and then they play all the time, and the rest of them very rarely even get a game as a sub. If they do, it's five or ten minutes. When they need to come on with twenty minutes, thirty minutes to go, when mm. when the game is won, so that if we need him in the next game, they're match fit because he just. Mm. And we found that out so many times this season, whether it's Tavares or Conga or even um, uh, who was the other one, Pepe, just come on yeah. and they're not ready
0: because they're not match fit. But but also, is that an element of the squad size? Because if if we if we do get into the Champions League, I would argue even if we get into the Europa League, we. we We've got a very small squad this year because we're only playing you know, once a week. We had no European foot. We could get away with it. We can't take the squad we've got now into Europe next year. We we would we would have to bring in four or five players to bolster that another squad.
2: summer like we just had, and I think we will. Yeah.
0: And 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 not just players that are gonna go straight into mm. the first team, because you've got to think this summer, you're probably gonna lose realistically, you probably will lose Lacazette, you will lose in Ketia. People have forgot Mohamed Onene is coming out of contract. I know he's not playing, but he's still a squad. He still holds a shirt. Mm-hmm. maitland Nas could be gone permanently. Um, we may, maybe we'll save Saliba chat for another night, but his future is uncertain. Um, you know, Leno will, will probably go, so you need to look at a mm-hmm. goalkeeper, although the lad from America is coming in, isn't he? Yeah. But there's a lot of players who are still going to go. Hector Bellerin, what happens with him? So we are going to have to flesh out. It's not just this summer, right, let's go and buy our striker that we're going to have for the next 10 years. We're also going to have to look at, like Josh said earlier on, a backup striker, a project striker maybe, if you will. Mm-hmm. We need another midfielder. I still think, as much as I praise Miguel Alceta, <laughs> we have to move on from Granit Xhaka. I'm sorry, we just mm-hmm. do. Um, there's a lot of work to do. Pepe could well be moved on in the summer. It, it, it's just not worth it. Is there any rumours been... about
2: him going anywhere? back to France because um, he can't really do it here can he
0: the trouble is nobody nobody in France can afford his wages he's not going to go to PSG um Lille couldn't have him back he could go to Nice potentially because they've got a bit of money behind them but Isn't he's a more
1: Ineos like bloke?
0: He, he'd be more likely to end up in like a Villarreal like or a Sevilla I could see
1: somewhere. him in a Spain somewhere yeah, like where Spain. he's given a bit of freedom Yeah, He's not going to get kicked up into the stands every other go. And they'll allow him to be... To be fair, Italy would allow that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, he'd do it right in Italy, I think. Uh, I I think it's coming to the point where it might be best for all parties if he had another opportunity elsewhere, because we've never used him Mm. right. And that's, one again, one thing I still think Mikel probably got wrong with him. But, yeah, I I think we... Mm. I think that squad will have to change to answer your question, Danny. I don't think we can afford to have a short, a small squad. Um, we just can't. Like We're going to have to flesh out those, those, that team. And if we don't, we're, we're going to come up really short. And that's where Arteta's management is going to have to be bang on because he hasn't really had to deal with leaving out players this season uh, other than mm. Tavares, maybe for his, his disciplinary element. But he hasn't had to have players banging on his door mm. saying, why am I not playing? Because he's been able to play them all.
1: And cleared all the ones that were, who exactly. weren't good enough, who yeah. had no justification to be banging.
0: Christ, even door. talked Eddie and Katia into staying. Like, <laughs> what yeah. was the point in Eddie in Katia
1: staying? I, I think there's a reason why he's staying. And I think that's because we can get more money for him in a compensation deal that we could, that we were getting offered in January. That's You're the only person who's ever said that. I know I tell everybody that you said it. Thank it makes you, sense. Danny, and no one listens. It does,
0: it does make sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we make the money. And then we'll come out in the Amazon documentary and James McNicholas will be there going, oh, I fucking told you so. Like, where? No one read your shit. Is it in one of your stand-ups that you mentioned it? I
2: think um, I might have even got him blocked. I dislike him that much. Um, I don't
0: quite like him, but that's very no. He's
2: boring. Fucking. I don't know how he's got where he is in football. How how anybody could go. Oh yeah, we have got those ass block people. Yeah, we're gonna. It's like when uh when AC Milan bought Luka Blissett. That's what the Athletic has done by getting <laughs> Nicholas when they should have got Andrew. Aren't
0: the Athletic a bit fraudulent anyway? I mean, overall, not they're they're, they're,
2: right. they're done going bankrupt. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was a gimmick at the time. It won't last. Mm well did some like american company just
2: points. buy them recently maybe they won't go down
0: yeah probably
1: but the new york exciting, times but... they're buying everybody yeah um but yeah i'm imagining that there will be some plenty of suitors for eddie we will get some decent money <laughs> out of that one but yeah. Pepe, we
2: still got two more 15 million pound payments to make one beginning of this season one beginning of next season we've already size hat, yeah we've done yeah that. we'll
1: we'll cut that off anyway we've Probably made bigger losses on other players we've got rid of in the past. It's just
0: and, we only looked. The, 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 the argument is, if you if you say say that we let Lacca go or his contract ended when he, he went and then Ketia mm. went, you could argue that Martinelli could start every week. Saka mm. should start every week. Smith Rowe, um, you could convert him into a more of a or not convert him. I guess play him as a ten and drop Erdegaard deeper. Or you can mm. have those two rotating, um, or you could say, right, Martinelli is going to be our project striker. But for me, oh. where Martinelli is in his career, mm. well, he needs to be playing every week now, he needs He's to be. in that For front. Brazil,
2: see yeah, exactly. Brazil, oh, black so cheeky you, monkey.
0: If you look to start those mm. three slash four, you you, and then you've got a fit party, and then you know, if you move Shaka on, I would I would like to see us experiment with with an Erdegaard deeper with party, but it doesn't give you much
1: defense. I'd. Uh... I'd like the other one, which is Smith Rowe, a striker. As a,
0: mm, I don't know, is has he got
1: the... He's been called out for it, as at least um, Arteta saw there was something you could bring him there, because he's got the stature for it. And he comes on and scores goals. It, yeah, he's yeah, a physical you,
0: player, yeah, yeah. If you
1: couldn't find someone else who's six foot one and could deal if, with the rigors rolls of uh, that, I don't know had... if he's got the ability in the air
0: no and if he had the the michael owen pace because he's got a similar body type to owen hasn't he when he broke through he's like mm. quite a uh, i know he's a bit taller but he's got that he's he's filled he's filled out a bit but he's still nimble yeah. and mm. i feel like if you yeah y- y- you could but i think he would need pace and he's not the quickest is he quick feet but not quick yeah i think
1: that's the thing that i don't think you necessarily need speed if mm. everybody else around you slow like if that was regard, yes, if everybody... Yeah, Lacker's the only problem, is Laka's in a great position, but then he <laughs> needs that box-to-boxness to keep up with play. Yeah. He's great at, he can get come short quickly, but then can't go long at the same speed that he comes short to speak.
2: True. Like we yeah. saw from that quick free kick, where he, he was just like in a different time zone.
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think there's uh, plenty of availability that we can get for strikers. So I don't necessarily see what we could get, but Chris, I kind of agree with you that I think we've got enough options in that front four that we we'll, would we'll need to bring someone else in. It's obviously why we've been linked with the guy from PSV, uh, we'll probably be linked with some others as well. Definitely need to bring in a couple of strikers. I don't think we could get away with trying to force one of those four further up, and I don't think Odegaard works deeper, but what we've done with Xhaka is interesting. At least I know you say we've got to move away from him. I think it's a lot easier to move away from Granite Shaka now with the role we've got him doing. Mm. We don't have to try and find, you know, that deep lying playmaker that's left footed, that does all the good things that Shaka does. Where he's now playing in this 4 3 3, I can think of at least 10, 15 players in the Premier League. That could play that position and do a similar job to Jacker's doing right now. Even someone like John McGinn, you'd play him there; it would be all right.
0: Is it, or would you go somewhere like a, a? I don't know if he signed for somebody already, but Frank Cassie, uh, he's on Barcelona a free. this he's week. Gone to Barca, yeah. Because, mm. to me, like Kessie is almost like a good version of Alex Song. Mm. In that he's a big physical player and can tackle, but he's got that creative element. But then, would you argue that Partey's that anyway? I, I, don't
1: I know. think Partey's kind of there. Sambi says he wants to play where Partey's playing right now, so that kind of sorts itself out.
0: Remember Sambi? Yeah, he was a thing, yeah.
1: wasn't
0: he? Oh, he existed. To be like. <laughs> where's he been? Like, he
1: haven't played played heard for for, he played for a month? He played for Belgium this week.
0: Oh, okay, he's still there then.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, maybe they're looking at him as I. I just think that everyone is so focused on this striker this summer. I think we're all mm. we're all living in a little bit of a fairy tale land that we There's two think big
1: facts we, we need to get, isn't there, really? It's a striker yeah. and a first choice midfielder. And yeah. depending on what competition we're in, depends on what midfielder we can get.
0: And I arguably mean, another right back as well, maybe? Or would you keep Cedric and just slap him as back
1: at
0: us?
1: Do a job in the end. Yeah, I think yeah. it depends on what you do with Saliba. Not that he can play right back, but
0: yeah, he, can, he can.
1: Ben White can shuffle out there as well. Yeah, i got I options.
0: think I'd be I'd be more inclined to go to a back three and play Saliva in a back three than a right back, mm. but he can mm. do the right back role. But yeah Yeah, I, I if you play a back three you've got to have attacking wing backs mm. to any one side and and then you don't yeah. need just your, your sackers and your and your Martinellis, which Avon's throwing
1: a good one up on the youth team ones, uh Norton Cuffey. We've seen he's got a um
0: is he a
1: politician? I've never heard. Of. Uh, he's not. Uh, he got played an assist for, for the under twenty ones, didn't he? There you go. Yeah, played for the under, uh, England under twenty ones during the week. Brooke um, Norton Cuffey. That is the most yes. middle
0: class name <laughs> I've ever.
1: I would imagine, though, uh, with the good work that Pers doing, is that he goes to the championship for a, a season on loan. Yeah. Uh, it seems like what we're trying to do is make sure that you know we've got a lot of young players in our squad but they're not young in terms of their career. They've what all about, had at least 100-and-something appearances between them before they kind of broke into the first teams.
0: Did Saka ever go on loan? I'm
1: trying to think No, about. he's the only one of, that hasn't been on loan. Because smith went to Huddersfield. have seen
0: And Leipzig, of course. What I've seen of him, which I, I will grant is not as much as I mm. would have liked to have. This Omari Hutchison looks the real deal to me. Like he looks mm. like a player who, he, you know, not not as in starting in the Premier League every week. But if we mm. got into like say the Europa, mm-hmm. like Saka, but I, he, I think I could see him playing in that. He mm. just looks, he's he's physically good, he's quick, he's direct, you know. And I I would argue if you're going to spend, uh, Gakpo forty odd million quid, why mm. not just say to a Murray Hutchinson, we're going to give you, you know, you're not going to play every week, but you'll be part of the squad like you are now and You're going to get mm. the Carling Cup games or whatever that you're going to get, some of the European mm. games. Um, and, and you're going to get home to Burnley when we're in the, the season, it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I would rather keep that money yeah. for players we actually need to update our upgrade our first team on than spend it on mm. a player who maybe is only going to get 15 20 games max. Like, what yeah. do we pay? For I Sambi? wouldn't
1: Samby. We think we play 16 million,
0: yeah, that's it. Yeah, so that's what I would spend on a player yeah. like Samba, who's in the background, not 40 yeah. million on a player because we yeah. need to learn from Pepe, don't we?
1: Mm. Yeah, and a I think the one with, yeah, when you're going big for a player like that, you'd say, Would you pay that to have someone to be just backup for Martinelli? Because that's what exactly. we're fundamentally asking is we're asking, Who's backing up Martinelli? Yeah. Would you rather go experience? In you know, Well, Villian was our experience initially, which I don't think we're oh, going to go down that road again. Nice. But I think it's all about with our players, our young players, is we're taking them on pre-season and we can see what they can do. I mean, Patino um, is the other one. He's not me, physically he, good enough, though, is he? Yeah, he's,
0: talented, mean, yeah,
1: he's talented, but he's He's talented nothing. and you make sure you get his loan right. And I think yeah. that's, again, where we look at the work that Per's done with the loans and it's all about picking the right loans for them. And so long as they don't get big headed and decide that they don't want to be at their loan club anymore, because they're not getting the loans they're not getting the games they want, but yeah. they're getting an education. Um, and
0: don't, and don't yeah. forget value doesn't constitute a player who we talked about hazard earlier yeah. on. Like the fee doesn't yeah. dictate how good the player is. We got no. Tommy Asu who I still think is a better center back, but he's proven he's a very good mm-hmm. right back. He was what fifteen million from Bologna. Yeah. He was nothing, was he? And look how good a signing he's been. So the bargains are out there if mm. Arteta and Per have got the right scouting system in place. Which, mm-hmm. to be fair to them both, there hasn't been many duds, mm. has there? Willian was the the real the real exclamation point. David mm. Luis, you could argue, was a bit. Huh?
1: But I think he helped a lot of us in the say I think centre backs that played under him. It certainly helped. I don't know if Gabriel would have hit the ground running was and it would have settled as well. Room. Yeah, he was good in the dressing room. That's what you wanted. Mm. Uh, I just think that if you... But I don't think we need it anymore. We've got that experience.
0: And I think if you if you bring in as well, if you go to a name that's just crossed my mind as well, if you went to, say, Monaco and you said, right, we want Aurelio and who, mm. you who know, Chelsea were basically wrapping up and now they can't even afford their breakfast, <laughs> but you'd have to pay 50, 60 million for a player like yeah. him, but he's good enough at his age to walk into a midfield. But mm. you can't sign a player like that who's on the up in the European market and then say, yeah, you're going to be behind Granite Xhaka for about you know, 18 <laughs> months because he's going to go, no thanks, I'll go and run Chelsea's midfield. Thank you. See you later. Mm. So you've either, got to, you've either got to go a little bit, not Lidl, not Aldi, but, you know, Tesco value rather than Waitrose. But you've got to go middle range and spend... 25 mil and get another sambi who you can develop or you've got to go high end you can't just go for Mm. a name just because it's a name
1: i think we'll be all right with um what we're going to try and get with jacker because i say the position's change that we use him in there's players in there that we can easily get that Mm. would replace what jacker now does um the player i'd go after rather selfishly and rather irritatingly is Alexis McAllister. I think he's perfect for that position of what we now get Xhaka to do for for us. Mm. He's the player that would come in, good experience, a lot of minutes for his age. Again, Mm. it's talking about having these players who they'll probably burn out by the time they're 30, but Mm. either we've got our money's worth by the time they're 30 or we've sold them for a huge profit and they're burning out in yeah, and some other schmuck is going through our bins or some mm. other team's bins, finding these players that are burnt out.
0: And he reminds me a bit of Conor Gallagher at, at Chelsea, mm. isn't it? Okay. Gallagher's Palace another one.
1: We can't ball. get him, but yeah.
0: And then you, you could also, you could also, again, going back to the French market, you could just go to Leon and say, you know, you want Lacca, that's fine. We'll take mm. Maxence Kakare, who's mm. basically Marco Verratti without the bookings. Mm. <laughs> he's not at that level, but that's the sort of player he is. He's diminutive, but he's a... Uh, you know, he's a, he's a defensive midfielder but with a creative element. He's a number eight boot who can tackle. And that's kind of what party is. And is the game mm. moving on? Do you actually need a quote-unquote destroyer now?
1: Mm-mm. You know, do you, you need, need a, a someone Scott who can dominate? What we Deckham need... Declan Rice is not a destroyer, yeah. is he? No. You know what what I mean? you need is someone in midfield that can read the game. Yeah. You and travel someone, with the ball. Intercept. Yeah. They because, can intercept. That's what we've got the defenders for is worst case, we've moved Jacker away so he's not... Diving in and leaving us exposed. Partey is very clever about how he moves around the field and mm. intercepts rather than tackling, and if he needs to, puts in a tackle. And as yeah, Odegaard, yeah. Wow. Odegaard, he's just a hustler. That's what we need. He's a joy of a footballer, isn't yeah. he? Like, he's what
0: about Calvin Phillips? I mean, would you give that a smash I don't think I mean, he's in the whole season
2: injured, though.
1: Not I, think,
0: I, I think he does leave Leeds, but I think he's Alan mm. Smith, he goes to Man United. Oof. That's uh, and I know that upset a lot of Leeds fans, but fuck them because mm. it's Leeds and fans are assholes. But um, yeah, I, I would. uh I he, he, you could see Arteta working with a Calvin Phillips, couldn't you? Oh, it would be, sure. be a hell of a fit. Like it's very Ben White, isn't it? You'd just like, say
1: to him, basically, you've been knocking on the door of the. The England team, how about cementing your place? Exactly. That's basically the words he says to him.
0: I, I would love, I would love Kevin Phillips in an Arsenal. Fan. I'm um, not going
1: to lie. I think he's, but you yeah. were on Leon as well, Chris. And I think it might be worth rolling back to Mark Redmond because you me- mes- uh, mentioned Kakare, but he mm. asked not only about Gu- Bruno Gumaresh, who Gumaresh, Gumaresh. obviously who is now Newcastle's record styling and has only just started playing for them, um, but Lucas Bakwata, attacking midfielder.
0: Yeah, not for me. Not because he's not good enough. He, he's very. He's been brilliant for Leon. Uh, in fact, without him, Leon would be even lower than the lowly. T- I think it's tenth in in League at the moment. But he's been brilliant in Europe. He's. Um, he was picked out of AC Milan's bins. Really, it just didn't work out at Milan. He was good in Brazil. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic. Strong. Uh, he's a. He's a big frame. Moves. Uh, his goal celebrations are questionable, but that's different. different. Um, but did we don't I, need him. Did, I imagine him, did yes. I imagine
1: him playing for Newcastle on loan? You did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. am uh, it was that played for Newcastle on loan from Inter. Uh, oh, Christ. <laughs> they had no, someone.
0: Right. Yeah, they
1: have had a few. They, they had you? a Brazilian in the last couple of seasons, had somebody. We're in Dina, not in 84. <laughs> <laughs> that's not who I'm thinking of.
0: Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, is very, very good. He, he is, but he's not the player we need. He, if you he didn't have Smith-Rowe... Then you would say, yeah, he's a good fit. Um if you were looking to buy a number ten who can who can drift wide as well and can link the play. It's kind of like we were in the hunt for, for our for while. It, it just it's a signing now that we just don't need. It's like um but yeah, he's very good and he probably won't stay at Leon. He will probably if I had to put money on it, I think he'd probably end up in in Germany. Uh, I could I could see a paquetta at a Dortmund or a uh, probably not a Bayern Munich, but just that step below Bayern. In fact, down the Nkunku route at RB Leipzig, someone like that with a bit of money. Um, but for us, I, I, if, if I was going to go to Leon, then yeah, Kakare would be the one I would have a little snuff around. But but I also think he's a, he's again prime for someone like Bayern Munich because he just ticks all the boxes of the sort of players they like. Um, yeah, I I the like Keter but not. It would be a waste Arsenal for me. Sorry, Phil. Oh, no, it was Mark.
1: It was Mark. Mark. It's Mark. Mark sorry. I'm going to ask Phil Macker's question as well whilst they're here. Sort of a paper talk about us. Uh, it was linked that Tite would go to uh, Arsenal. And honestly, when I first read that and he said, no, I've not not spoken to Arsenal, I thought, oh, I bet it's some journalist that he's been linked to the Argentinian one. And they've just gone, oh, Tite has gone Arsenal FC in the England. And I think there's more chance of him going to the Argentinian one. So, yeah, who's a manager of oh, Mike Corinthians?
0: By the, the way, Mark, Mark is actually a, a Geordie. Uh, he's, he's actually a Newcastle fan. way are you, man? Um, yeah, so uh, firstly, Mark, thank you for tuning in to our Arsenal-themed mm-hmm. podcast. I'm sure I recognise Mark's name. Was he always in the chat? I may be wrong. Anyway, This the uh, one who
2: stalks me around Huntingdon. I've met him a couple of times.
0: Uh, splendid. Knows but
2: knows. There's more about Arsenal when he's a Newcastle fan than a lot of Arsenal fans I've spoken come, to. Come to the dark side, Mark.
0: You're welcome. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Not yeah, anymore. He, he'd be a re. Actually, saying that he'd be a really good fit at Newcastle because the Guimaraes, Paqueta, uh, they're good friends. They linked really well at Lyon. That and and if. Because Newcastle are not just going to be able to go out in the summer and just buy any old player just because they've got all this money. You've still, mm. you you have to sell the dream of freezing cold Newcastle winters to high <laughs> high ranking Premier League players. You know it's not going to be have easy. You,
1: uh, <laughs> have you seen who they've just been linked with for their new left back? It's the oh, um, Scottish guy at Roma, Aaron or oh, 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 oh. now. four uh, goals. He's
2: sure. nineteen.
1: He's
0: got not
2: four shitty. goals this season from left back in Serie A.
0: Not and no one sure. ever talks
2: about it. It's
1: Aaron Hinkley. Or Aaron what? Hickey. Aaron Hickey. Hickey the Aaron Hickey. Guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: that's how yeah. you convince him. You go somewhere. It's like, hey, do you want somewhere that's still warm?
0: But they, it's they, not as be,
1: cold as Scotland.
0: To be fair to Newcastle, though, and uh, you know, taking aside their ownership, which mm. we all know is absolutely horrendous, mm. um, they have they have bought well, haven't they? Barring mm. Chris Wood, who's been a bit near, but. Pique- Chris would be um,
1: all about taking the legs out of somebody else, wasn't it? That's From true. Burnley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tri- Trippier, they went full was, Man City like they did on us. Mm.
0: Trippier was a great sign. He's been brilliant mm-hmm. for him until he got his injury. Um, we know that, we just discussed Gimoresh. I haven't mm-hmm. played much, but he will do well. Who was uh, uh, the big it's guy? Big right,
1: Dan Byrne. Signing their season, that he's one. quite tall, you he's, know. He is quite it's tall. A six foot seven, Dan Byrne, don't you know? He, um, they've done some pretty good But business. He has absolutely transformed that Newcastle yeah. team and simultaneously fucked Brighton in the arse <laughs> at the same <laughs> time because Brighton basically sold him because they went, oh yeah uh, Lewis Dunk's back soon and so's uh, Adam Webster and then Adam Webster got injured and now we haven't got any centre-backs left um, it's if, if, just dunk if, running a midfield with uh, running a defence with vibes behind them, That's it.
0: If if Newcastle stay up, which they probably mm. will now in their momentum's with them. If they if they mm. buy the right players, in fact, we just talked about Calvin Phillips. He'd be a brilliant mm. fit for Newcastle. If they got if they get the right players, although mm. Eddie Howe is, I think I think it's fair to say you can't mm. like you can't say Eddie Howe's proven yet. He's still got a lot to prove, mm-hmm. but he's clearly a talented coach. If you if with money. And the right signings, i.e., they don't go out and do Man City in the early days and buy like rabinho and that. I, I like I could see someone like a Raheem Sterling going. Do you know what? Quite fancy, uh, you know, the idea of of this this project. If he's not in, you know, if he's not in City's team, I could see that. And if they spend the right money and if they do link up Paqueta and Gburech mm-hmm. and and they get, you know, Saint Maximin. Let's not forget he's still there. Mm-hmm. They they've got the basis to be, you know, not just survivor, but they could probably. Not challenge for the title, but they could be up there with, you know, t- top six West Ham type of season next season if they get it right. And that's excluding the, the element of their ownership, of course.
1: Quick question for Danny before we start wrapping up. Yes. Do you go on mute when you go for a wee? <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's been a lot of noises in the background that I've been <laughs> hearing coming here that just sounded, oh, I don't know me. what you were doing. Oh, no, it sounded God like it. I'll you back.
0: Oh, I heard someone
1: bit... playing with something, twiddling with some plastics.
0: Oh, that's Chris. sorry, that's me with my bottle. Sorry.
1: Oh, <laughs> I thought it was Danny trying to
2: loosen something it off. I have before the show starts.
0: If, if I, I, I
1: need an
2: emergency work. one, I get my wellies out.
1: I said wellies. Yes. Right. Sorry. That was me uh, being
0: unprofessional and
1: not. No, it that. was Chris. I was thinking it can't be Chris because he can't multitask. So no, it must I don't know. Danny. I, I
0: can use Pornhub and.
1: Let's move on. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, I've been doing some eToro. I've been doing the um, oh. the virtual we, one. We
0: get some cream for that, Danny. Clears I've,
2: I've, I've made money on nearly every trade I've done. 20 quid here, 30 quid there, 40 here. Twice I've done oil, left it overnight. The first time I lost 50 quid, this time I lost 257 <laughs> quid.
0: Yeah. Don't, um, don't don't leave oil out. overnight. Don't go yeah. to uh don't go to Danny's school yeah. of investments, guys. Well oh, the
2: rest of them are doing really well. So that fucking oil I thought them okay. double down in on oil. They can sell it as you,
0: well.
2: Once you lose fifty percent, question. they just sell it for you.
0: Can I ask oh. you an important question, Danny, as well? Yeah. Uh, will you be joining yeah. Magic Mike in watching uh the, the wonderful yearly event that is WrestleMania this weekend? Or two nights a No, minute?
2: we he is going he's, he's off to see your lot in, he's uh, off in Ligon. so he's not doing it we had planned to do something on the the sunday and um, the, the sunday roast but um do
0: they not have meet. tv in france then
1: can he <laughs> well danny's got to be up early as well hasn't he like oh, yeah. moaning yeah, oh, yeah i've got
0: to, i've
1: got to be up at 6 a.m on monday <laughs> it, it,
0: or... well
2: like, <laughs> I actually I will... of doing it the other way and staying up all night
0: I will be watching be it, but I'm. I've got. I've got. I'm off work now till Tuesday, but I'm not going to watch it live. I'm going to probably watch it in delay. But I, uh, yeah, I still watch it. I'm not quite as a bigger a fan as as I used to be as a kid, but I'll still have a little look. So, for the nerd, the inner nerds in us out there, that'll be done. Wow. Hmm. I think. I, I think considering see. we had no script, I think we've done well tonight.
1: I think we so. can get on to the Castellani bit. Did we? No. Sorry, we just oh, I, up I for g- that.
0: I can give him as as my shout out if you like.
1: Yeah, well, you did speak about Bordeaux, and you never brought him up as well. I was that, just that was this week. That was the transition, and I missed
0: that my That was missed tra- my you
1: missed your own yeah. transition, because you brought up Bordeaux.
0: Well, well, we'll do it now as we wrap up, then. Yeah, um,
2: well, I've got a list here of all the Premier League centre-backs. Premier League centre-backs, yeah. and I've broken them down into five categories. Any of them I've got completely wrong, would you say? I mean, um, Gabriel, version two, and Ben White in category two, they could go anywhere. Mm. It's only been mm. a season, but... Yeah, put your, uh, I put your in in the second I, group.
0: I was going to say I would I would almost argue that you that I would say I, I know this is going to be sacrilege to some people, but I would argue that Toro and Bold could easily be Mertesacker and Kashone. You you could have those two either way around. I know Steve Bold's a legend and all that, but and, and I know Color Toro was brilliant. Maybe even Keon and you could possibly Adams and O'Leary are Clear Campbell is. Clear based on you know leaving Spurs <laughs> and what he won with us. Um, but I would say Keogh and Turo and Bold, you could easily swap Murtisaka and Koscielny into that list. I would say,
1: I would also, you've got William Gallas too high. Um, yeah. I think even high. Chris is he can't defend William Gallas. No, William French Gallas is, needs William to be Gallas below is, Colin Pates.
0: William Gallas should be below Ben Chorley. Uh, or, or um, he Luke, some Luke decent. Cain.
2: Each group isn't in order. Any one of in those individual groups can be moved around. But William Gallas, great, good goal scoring record. He only had a couple of bad times. They're just the ones everyone remembers. One where he had a poo on the pitch. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's a very underrated uh, player. It's, uh, mm, it's, mm, nice. mm. it's only in their time for
1: us, though. I, I'm, oh we're not time fast, he was still terrible he was pretty terrible i, I
0: would argue Seagan could be above gallas in terms yeah. of you I'd know say i know he was, had some dodgy ties, but he also I'd, did him pretty well for
1: us yeah i'd say uh, there's a lot of people that say we got a raw end of um the sanchez mkhitaryan deal so that was one of the worst swap mm. deals in history but i'd put ashley cole and william gallas you know in that, fact where
0: is ashley cole oh is this centre-backs
1: this yeah. is centre backs. Okay. But I yeah. would say in terms of Ashley Cole, letting him go and then going, yeah, we'll take William Gallas. Come I in. That was the first time we dipped into Chelsea's bins, wasn't it? Post a Bramble. Yeah, ball. it was. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, <sighs> yeah. I yeah, and and Scott Marshall in the bottom end. That's sacrilege, Scott. Scotland legend Scott Marshall. Wow, that's, <laughs> that's outrageous. Um, but the reason yeah. we transition into that, yeah, just just. Okay, yeah, I'm a bit biased because French and yeah, whatever. But I, for me, and I know he got some stick, and I know he had some some games where he was poor, and I know there's this, you know, this whole oh he put a shirt on when he left Arsenal, how dare he? Um, guys, it's a career, all right. It's called social media. I highly doubt when he put that Bordeaux shirt on, took the Arsenal shirt off, that he even realised what you know our fan base. God love Arsenal fans, but we are a sensitive bunch at times. We do like a bit of drama. Um, He, he, for me, uh, Lauren Kosciani, we speak, of course. For me, he is one of the best central defenders I've seen in the flesh. Um, People forget, I think they need to remember this, he missed out on a World Cup, lifting a World Cup for his nation because he put his body on the line for Arsenal that season. He, He got himself out there and it cost him that World Cup because of the levels of commitment he gave to Arsenal yes he left under a cloud um you can believe what you want to believe I choose to believe from the sources I heard that essentially Arsenal went back on a deal that they gave him and that's the reason he got so upset they promised him essentially that deal and and, and they went back on it um, and this is a guy like I say who literally gave his body he you listen to the Arsenal physios um at the time and I think Mike had Gary Lewin on, didn't they? Once upon a time recently. Um, You talked to Gary Lewin or Colin Lewin. Lauren Kashani was an absolute, like, steadfast professional. Uh, He did everything for Arsenal. He was a captain. He brought through younger players. Him and Matt Saka, that was such a good partnership. People forget how good that was. Even him and Vermeerland for for a period. Um, He was a really solid, dependable, likeable bloke. Um, who bled Arsenal in, until the end and obviously things didn't go it, it could have been handled better um, and if he was offered a contract and Arsenal took that off the table I don't fucking blame him for saying Do you know what, fuck you, I'm not, You know, I'm done, I'm out I don't blame him at all it's a short career, he put his body on the line and, and he captained the club and I just don't think some of the some of the disrespect at the time just because he signed for a team and put a shirt on was just so silly um, so I, I would just like to tip my hat to him he's also a Lorient legend of course um, and, and he was a really really good centre-back so I just wish him every success in his next career path and, uh, and I'm sorry to see him retire because it didn't really end very well at the end of Bordeaux either so good luck Lolo
2: Did you cover, because uh, my phone ran, did you cover the bit where we, we, we all assume he was sold a lie and then did yeah. his part yeah. of it and then they shit yeah. on him for the rest
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was, as I say, from what I can, from the people that I believe in, the people I trust, he was, he was told that he would be offered a contract for the next season that he would be starting player. Um, and the club basically pulled that contract away from they tried to cut, they tried to cut his wages. They offered him a two year deal, they went back on that and then offered him a one year deal. And then they offered him, it was something along the lines of a pay as you play deal. And he, he took that as an insult. Um, and then there was that whole, he wouldn't travel, wasn't it? He was like, he was refusing mm. to go on the preseason tour. And I don't blame him. I don't. And we didn't manage that situation well. Uh, And there's there's loyalty is an old thing in football. You don't get it very often now. Um, But when a player, you know, literally puts his body out there for a club, you've Mm. got to give him a bit of loyalty back, a bit of respect, you know. Mm. So um, yeah, and it's funny the
1: two people that offered him those that deal, or three people, aren't at the club anymore.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So make of that what you will. Mm. Uh, and it'd be very interesting what Arsene Wenger had to say about that off the record, because I don't think a man of Arsene's integrity wouldn't have treated Koscielny like that. Um, he went to war for him. So, yeah, a lot went on there. And I will choose to believe what I've just said and the people I speak to, uh, one of which being a, a very highly paid journalist, not Simon, um, I don't think would make the stuff up. So there you go. That's all cool. I have to say on the matter. I think we're well, all done now, aren't we? I
2: think can we're have, uh, all done. At the end of the show, Josh can, I have a, can put a picture up of Roe Castle? and we'll we end uh, do, do. You do your closing bit and I'll have a picture of him up for the end. Well,
1: um, I would say thank you to the two people that have joined today. Uh, Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure with you back on the podcast. And we didn't even call you short or a pirate or anything rude I'm for sure the most of the show.
0: I mean, it, it's good to be back, mate, and, and despite what Danny tried to peddle in, in the media, I haven't retired. Uh, I have been offered a new contract, but I am negotiating with Kosciani and Raul Sanjiehi over that, so uh, we'll see how it goes. Can you me if he
2: would given up podcasting with us?
0: <laughs> no, I'm very much still here. Um, I've just been very busy grinding it, at life in the background, but I'm still here and I will promise to come on at some point uh, after Arsenal have won a game. Uh, and, and give her to the praise he rightly deserves
1: So, well we have Palace next so hopefully it's after that and not when we play someone horrible yeah. uh, Danny you've got to be here and unless thank you for you hosting John thank you I mean it wasn't that difficult I just say hello and then go goodbye everybody and of course thank you to the chat box as well who have joined us live if you are listening live please drop a like um i assume you subscribe already if you've watched us live if you found us for the first time drop a little comment in the box and say something aggressive at us or (laughs) something nice and pleasant i don't mind um one way or another we give as good as we get um and i think danny on that note you wanted to do a little tribute to david rowcastle um and i will let well i think you've done all of your um kind of bits of remembrance on him. He's a player I don't remember. Um, I think I'd have been too young to see him play, certainly for Arsenal. Um, and yeah, uh, I think it's it's a sad day for Arsenal generally, but yeah, 21 years since uh, his passing. And on that note, Danny, I'm going to let you hit the button as we just play out on this image of um, yeah the memory of, uh, whatever. The David Rocast thing at Spurs. No, that's at Highbury with Spurs players there and Gunnosaurus looking very solemn.
0: As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog.